What's up, party people? You are listening to Crossplay, our video game podcast here at the Whatnots. It is Saturday, April 17th, 2021, and coming up on today's show, let's take a look at everything announced at the Nintendo Indie World Showcase, as well as the Resident Evil Showcase. Plus, Spider-Man Miles Morales has officially outsold The Last of Us Part 2, and we have a special guest joining us this week. We will introduce them in just a sec. My name is Kyle Springer, and I am joined by Ignacio Rojas. Hey, how's it going? And Gino Viteri. What's up, everybody? I'm the special guest. Thank you so much for having me here. <laughs> what a loser. Thank God. you so much for having me here. Yeah. Because everything is about him. <laughs> everything big time, has to nah, be about big time. him. He's big time now. Nah, that's the problem. Oh, these days, everything's about Gino. And that fourth voice rounding out the show is our special guest, host of my Xbox and me. It is MC Fixer. What is going on, my dude? Yeah. Yeah, I made it. Mom, yeah. mom, I made it. I made it, mom. Thank you very much. Woo. Now I can retire. I can retire happy. I've made it. All right. <laughs> to be on the podcast go. with Gino. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm so pri- I'm so privileged know, right? to be here. I know, you know? Right? Like when 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 it, when it came through, I was like, oh, I've got to do this one, man. Gino, uh-huh. that guy is he's super special, man. I can't wait to be next to be in his presence. You know, uh, thank yeah. you for having me. I appreciate being here. Uh, I'm glad you're happy to be absolutely. here because uh, Ignacio absolutely betrayed me. If you, uh, oh, if you, like, if you know. wait out, did I meet you? Uh, the wait, video you that do? you posted you uh, oh. with Team Greg on your on your TV behind <laughs> you, uh, denouncing yeah. me I mean, publicly, saying you don't know what's going on with me. What's going on here? I mean, seriously, ever since Greg appeared on Out of Public, man, you know you've been different. I mean, look at you now. I haven't. Think you're the you think you're the the guest now. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't want to tell you to say anything, but he actually DM'd me privately and was like, "Yo, I'm ready to leave these dudes because I can't work for you." And I was like, "Ah, you know, I would, you know, but you're too big time. I don't want, I don't want you to upstage me. You know, that's yeah, how I can he see it. That. He's definitely yeah. changed. He's definitely changed." Be- between you and me, Fixer, though, he doesn't even have an Xbox, so he wouldn't even Jeez. belong. You know? He oh, lied to I me. Do. I do. He lied to me. I it's do. like he knows we just started my PlayStation and me. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Xbox in the back of it. I do. What's all that stuff on top of it? Get it off it. Come on. You turn it back. You turn it back. So, Fix, it is wonderful to have you on the show. I think it actually worked out perfectly. We were supposed to have you on a couple weeks ago, uh, but I know yeah. you are also a big Resident Evil fan, uh, and you've been working yeah. on a like ranking Resident Evil <sighs> stuff. What's what's g- 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 going on with that? Why did I do this? Let me tell you. Who thought it was a smart idea to try and play nine games in six weeks? Oh With, for me, for me, simple, right? Because I do this full time. So for me, it's like, all right, I'll play them on stream. My fiance is part of it as well. So we're just going through very easy. And I know all the speed runs for the games because I'm such a big fan. But the other two guys, uh, Shotgun McPain and uh, Despawn, those two have got proper jobs and stuff like that. And I'm like, mm-hmm. come on, guys. Why have you not finished the game? Like, fix. We're playing six hours a night, brother. Come on. But yeah, we started uh, Resident Evil Revisited, where it's us going through and playing every single Resident Evil numbered game. Um, 
meaning the remakes and ordering them in places of which we like the most our favorite locations our favorite weapons our favorite characters and stuff like that it's been a lot of fun i've been again i've been a huge fan since the very beginning of resident evil resident evil 2 is my favorite game of all time but um to be able to play through them back to back to back to back reading through notes and just really diving deep into it i'm just super nerdy about it so yeah i'm glad to be here on this episode let me tell you hell yeah hell yeah Yeah. six Uh, hours That's almost as long as it took it took Carl to beat Resident Evil 2 remake. <laughs> Resident Evil 2 remake. Time, Ignacio. Every time. So I I'm not a big horror game fan. So when I played the remake, I took my sweet ass time. I was making sure there were no zombies. I'm sitting there, you know, like uh, let's just, let's just take this slow. And it took me like. Two weeks to finish it with like a total Damn. of like six hours. And Several so weeks. Like, how? Se- how? Several how weeks. Cal you- gets to the podcast and that's what he's playing. <sighs> Meanwhile, I, it mind. took me it took me like three days to be side A and two days to be side B. You did both sides? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you don't get I the full do experience if you don't do both sides. Oh, I gotta do you missed half side. the game. I don't understand people when they play these games. Wait, wait. So you played half the game. Just just so you're aware. Basically. You half the game. Well, it is. You have the game for the most part. And you're playing the game again. So, okay. You play as... We, this could be the whole podcast, guys. You're giving <laughs> your tangents. True, so, true. wait. So, which which scenario did you play? Leon uh, or Claire? Leon said A, Claire B. Yeah, oh, so you God, did it wrong God. number one because yeah. you started wrong because it's Claire B, Leon A. Oh, yeah, so you, no, the other way around. So you start with Claire as A, then you do Leon afterwards. That is the canon run, all right? Okay. See, we can get real nerdy, See, guys. We can get that. real nerdy. So I got to well, go I'm, back I'm, and do I've Leon. I've done more. I got to go back if you, and do Well, Leon. you missed, you missed, so you don't meet, if you just did, did you just, Kyle, did you just do Leon or did you just do Claire? Just Leon. So you missed all of Sherry stuff. You yeah. missed the underground stuff. You missed you missed half the game, bro. Oh, you right. missed a trailer. Do you know what? Gino, you're fan. right about these two. I'm out of here. You're right, Gino. You're right. I should, I should never have came on. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Kyle, I only did the clear side, so let's just compare notes. And then yo, we'll... yo, with our powers combined. <laughs> let's compare notes. <laughs> I hate you both. I hate you both. There you go. Uh, let's cool. take a step back. MC Fixer, for those of you who don't know who you are, who are you? Yeah. And what do you do? Who are you? Uh, yeah. Uh, my name's MC Fixer. Uh, I'm a full-time content creator over on YouTube and Twitch. Um, kind of my best friend. He's probably where most people know me from. Mm-hmm. Um, I do a lot of the... I do a lot, most of the, like, UK community stuff. So, like, the community meetups and things like that. So, when the guys come over, we did, like, a huge Nando's meetup. And I was the one that helped organize that. And just That's a few awesome. other bits. I'm, I'm just... I'm literally the epitome of a, of a best friend, really. Of like, if I go to I go to a lot of shows like EGX and stuff like that over here. If I see someone in a kind of funny T-shirt, I'm literally going to sprint at you and like introduce myself and like, hey, come be a part of our little crew that we have going, sort of thing. Um, I've just kind of embodied all of what kind of funny's been a part of and what they are and what they what they are on the internet for me is I've, I've been very I've been very very lucky um, to have been inspired by them and then to have been able to sort of build my own community from that and then grown and grown and grown and now i'm doing these weird things with ubisoft oh, yeah. and it's just yeah it's all it's all very yeah. strange like the yeah. the the exciting parts of what's going on in my life is kind of very weird and new to me even like 
it's I've been doing it now for six years being a content creator. So people think you start yeah. streaming and you start becoming a content creator and then like, oh boom, it happens. Like yeah. it's just not the truth. It is one of those things that Absolutely. is a slow burn. And, and I <laughs> and I'm definitely the epitome of that. I'm the epitome of the slow burn of doing it and hating it and not liking it and loving it and then having one video that does 100k the next video does, does 50 views you know and i've just i've just been doing it for so long i think a lot of people come to me and believe in me and, and want my advice on things just because i've been doing it for so long so i know what not to do you know to i've made honest, every though, mistake in the that's book that's a valuable exper experience though just to be like hey i've been in this for six years i mean here at the whatnots Crossplay is fairly new, but the whatnots has been here for five years yeah. now. So it's still, yeah, we 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 absolutely know that slow burn. It's, it's interesting that you, you you've been doing it for six years to fixer, and I feel like looking from the outside in because I guess when I started becoming more active is when I was introduced to you when I when I noticed you, and I feel yeah. like probably last year, twenty twenty as a whole, looking from the outside in was probably your biggest year i would assume and do you do that so yeah yeah you're working the whole time to get to that that one spot that one year where just everything happened you know what i mean honestly I, we've been saying it even even still to this day i say it. it's like i'm still not anywhere where i want to be like it from the yeah. i'm sure from the outside looking in oh you did this with ubisoft you got an xbox from xbox you got a playstation <laughs> from playstation that's all of our dreams like when we start doing this that's that's what you're trying to get to. At least that's where I was trying to get to. Um, and for me, I'm just like, I'm just, I'm just getting started. I've not kind of funny is the ultimate goal. Obviously for me, I've been very open and transparent about that. That's where I'd love to work. Is it going to happen? Probably not just because the logistics of getting a visa and things yeah. like that. Yeah. Nick can hardly pay taxes. Let alone sort <laughs> out a visa for me. So um, <laughs> yeah. that's probably not going to happen, but I just, I try and live my day one day at a time, just grinding it out like everybody else. Honestly, like I think a lot of people they know my name just because it's either been mentioned by greg or mm. they heard from the uk meetups or whatever it is but they don't actually know that i make content and then like, like oh what platforms you're on I was like, i'm everywhere tiktok facebook instagram mm. twitter like <laughs> just go find me oh what's your name mc fix like, i make it easy as possible for people to come find me and uh i think if you see me first of all you kind of get this weird like oh he's a bit brash he's a bit he's a bit in your face it's just like i want everyone to win I want everyone to be as enthusiastic and passionate about content as I am. So uh, sometimes yeah. I got a little OTT. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, yeah, exactly. absolutely. Exactly. It is yeah. a blast to have you on the show, but let's dive into some video games. Let's, let's see. It. Ignacio, let's start with you, my dude. What have you been playing this week? Oh, so let's you, Carl, give, give me a code. For a game called Demon Skin, and so mm -hmm. I I tried that game out, and I I gotta say if you guys remember my last time I got a review code, which I'm trying to find the name of the game, sorry I wasn't ready, uh but the last time I got a review code for a game, my problem with that game was that it felt like it didn't do anything special. I don't know if you guys remember. Oh, is that? that like puzzle game? I think or something like. No, that. no, no, no. It's uh. So Demon Skin, what it is is it is a third person action game. Sure, I would call it, but it's more of a side scroller, if you want to call it's it. Like that. a two D side scroller. Uh, I, yeah, I do because... want to mention that the code was per was provided by Dead Good PR. So thank you to yeah. Dead Good for 
helping us Thank out you. there. Good people. Thank you. Yes. So, Demon Skin, it is a third-person game, an action game, and it is kind of a side-scroll because you're moving yeah, to the plane left and right. And so, basically, what you're doing is you go, you move forward to the right, and you encounter enemies in your way, and you get weapons that are either you beat enemies who drop their weapons or you find them scattered throughout the world uh you can pick up several weapons and you can choose which you choose and like that you go killing any whoever is in front of you in front of your path and so it does feel like the game doesn't do anything interesting other than that it, it feels like i've done this before and it isn't catching my attention because it, it just feels generic in a certain way. The only thing that I can say, the only thing that I can say that the game does interesting, quote unquote, is that it has kind of like a a stance system to call it a a certain way, where you have a like a low attack, a mid attack, a low attack, a mid attack, and a high attack, like which are all different positions. And mm-hmm. so, different enemies will block different heights. For example, some will block mid and high, so you will have to attack low. Or if you have you are attacking low and your enemy attacks low, that means you block it. And that's probably it for what the game does like that stands out against other games of the same type. Mm-hmm. It, it, the movement it doesn't seems feel right. like a like a 2D side scrolling god of war. Is, is what that that's kind of the vibe. No, that I because God of War would be way more actually. Interesting. Yeah, I, it honestly it, it is interesting that this is I got we got this code after the last game that I played, which I still can't find the name of the other game, because they do play very similarly. Um, mm. like I said before, the other game didn't do anything to make it stand out, and so does this one. Yeah, I'm looking at the gameplay right now, and uh, the character you play as looks very stiff. Yeah, it is a bit heavy to control. Um, And uh, that there is light platforming, which means that sometimes you get uh, you have to Mm -hmm. jump up or down. And that honestly, most of the time doesn't feel right. There was this one section where I got stuck. I just couldn't progress. Uh, that was Thursday. I Yesterday, I decided to pick it up because I wanted to have more to say about it. And it took me a couple of tries to get past that, that place because I you were supposed to jump to another platform and I kept trying and trying and I just kept falling to my death I until I figured out the game wanted me to make a different type of jump. Like There are two jumps. There are the forward jump and the up jump. Uh, the up jump is always so awkward to do, and up the platforming buggy. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It, it is buggy. <laughs> he just ate a slug as well, too. For health. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's for another health. thing yeah. that, that the game does is that for health, there are like these scorpions running around which you can grab, and that okay. too doesn't feel really right because you have a like a grab button which is one of their triggers. And when you're trying to grab one of those things which move, it makes me it makes it so that I ca- I have to keep pressing it several times so that I can 
grab it because it ne it's never right. And so, fortunately, I don't have much more to say about Timu skin. Although one thing that I, I one other thing that the game does interesting is that the game has combos. So okay, it's not just yeah, heavy attack, that, yeah. heavy attack, heavy attack. You have you can vary it out, and and they will count as different combos. But again, other than that, the those are so small things compared to what it, it feels like the game does like so many other generic games do. Unfortunately, it, it, it doesn't do anything to differentiate itself to make it to really make it a, a, make a difference. Okay, okay. Cool. That's fair. Totally fine. What else have you been playing this other than that, past week? So last week I mentioned how I just went back to playing Chesco's 2 because I, I don't know, I, I got the, the urge to play it. And while playing Jessica's 2, it gave me the, this urge to play Jessica's 3 because... As it should, as it should. Yeah, because <laughs> Jessica's 3, the gameplay is so much more refined than Jessica's 2, where I, I, I was playing Jessica's 2 and I kept missing certain features like having multiple tethers or tethering things and not having to keep hold of them or even the flight suit. And so I, I found Jessica 3 in a site that had it super cheap. And so I bought it. I also bought the DLC for it, which means that uh, if you do not know, the DLC, one of the things that it gives you is that for the main game, you have this squirrel suit, which you can glide with. But the DLC, what it does is that it, it gives you a better suit, which lets you fly. It gives you propulsion, which lets you fly. And so... Oh, okay. Having played oh. through it, and not only flight, but also it gives you missiles and it gives you a turret. And so having that and playing through the game, it feels like I'm I'm so OP right now because I can just fly. I can fly, Everywhere. I can shoot missiles at any time. It feels so cool. So one thing, Ignacio, that you said about Just Cause 3 that just uh, uh, caught my attention is uh, you said you got it at a site that was super cheap. Now, is this... Mm -hmm. uh, uh, did you burn it? Uh, did you buy it from from someone that was uh, selling it cheaper? Like that sounded that sounded suspicious to me. <laughs> no, because you it, didn't it, say what site. So what's uh what's this? What's going on here? Put them on blast. Yeah, Gina. Uh, no, it is a site which. If you can't say it, that's fine. If you can't say it. No, I, I I forget the name. I I can look it up. But it, I no, will tell you the police. I want you to know. I will tell the police. I just want you to know. Yeah. <laughs> no, got, no, no, no. Friends not... in this industry, we're coming for you, Anastasia. We're coming for you specifically. All right. Victor, we're not telling so the police because I have incriminating uh, information about this. So yeah, so. Selling just cost three dollars. No one's for $2. telling the police. Just cost three dollars for two dollars. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm guessing just calls free. I got you. I got you. I'm guessing it is one of those sites that just resells codes. Interesting. Gotcha. I've never heard okay, of that. Okay. Does it? Is, uh, that a, is that a thing we do? I haven't seen that. Yeah, before. I know. That's cool. What well, was it? G2A? I think that's yeah, one of the Yeah, they had some issues with that. One. Yeah, they you know GTA them. steals games, right? And then sells them. Just so we're all aware here. Yeah. All right? I, I don't think that comes from these cut, Ignacio. Cut in 4K right now. 
I no. just want to let you know. Storm buy games from these. Look at the site. Gotta add a site super cheap. Come on, dude. Come on, dude. God. No, it is, I looked up the site and it seemed legit. It's not like it's not a G2A It situation. seems legit. Okay. He's like, I yeah, because I know, I know no G2A. <laughs> We're going to see I, Ignacio on the international news in a little bit. Uh, okay, so the I, site I, is... I snitched him up. I was the one that did it. I snitched. <laughs> it was me. Okay, I wanted to know. It was so, me. I, I knew we shouldn't have brought you. So the site is fanatical. Fanatical.com. Okay. Um, yeah, I've. It seems like a, like a good side because I so I bought the game and I bought the DLC separately and when I bought each of those they gave me like this mystery easter egg what they called it, it gives you a random discount so I got something else for free basically because it gave me a one dollar discount and I found a game that they had for a dollar Sounds dodgy to me, mate. Sounds <laughs> dodgy to me. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Carlo, Gino, if you guys tell the cops, I have information with you, on you, so... Yo, it, oh, it, damn. you guys told him about it's the thing I told you not to tell him about? I told you guys <laughs> not to tell him. Gosh. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah, that's it for Just Guys. Just Guys, it is the same fun, destroying stuff. Uh, cool. Basically, Just Guys just 2, the only thing that... I, I have to say, compared to Justice 2, is that I think that although the gameplay is better, way better, the setting of it, it isn't as interesting as Justice 2, Justice 3, the setting is more of a Italian uh, villa sort of feeling, like, of the Italian islands, where, whereas Justice 2 just felt more varied. But, meh, yeah. it is Justice 3. To- it is just because, so it is a lot of fun. Cool. And then the last game that I have here is Mortal Kombat X. So you guys know that I've been going through the Mortal Kombat games, starting with 11, then I went to 9. I just had to give up on, on the Shao Kahn fight. And so what I had to do is that I basically just had to watch the second half of the game as a video. <laughs> that sucks, man. Okay. Getting yeah. stuck. Getting, getting stuck. Could like you that. not lower the difficulty? I tried, Fixer. I lowered it to the lowest difficulty, and I don't know if that didn't do anything, but wow. I just kept kicking my ass. And it's not like I, like I was bad at the game. I I got to the part. I I feel like I'm at least competent, and just keep beating me over and over again. Weird. But when uh, you lower the difficulty, do you click apply? I oh. yeah 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 okay that could be that could have been so I, I I just had to give up on it and move on to Mortal Kombat X, which I'm so far I'm joining it. It is just like Mortal Kombat eleven and nine. It, it's just fun to me playing through the scenarios of the story and and seeing the continuation of the story, which it it is nice. And I'm liking how it is more close to Mortal Kombat eleven than nine. It for sure feels more modern, more refined, prettier. But mm-hmm. of course, it is in the same generation from Mortal Kombat 11, so that's to be expected. So I, I don't have any anything more to say about that. It, it's just Mortal Kombat, which is pretty yeah. fun. Nice. Cool. There you go. Nice, nice. Uh, Fixer, let's go with you. What's up with you? Resident what have you been playing? Evil. 
I've been playing a ton of Resident Evil, like I've been saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the one thing I've been, I've been playing that was part of the beta was Resident Evil uh, Versus. So Resident okay. Evil Versus has yeah. come out uh, in beta. It had a rocky start where no one could get any matchmaking for the beginning part of it, which was super annoying, obviously. Um, but they fixed that and it came out. It's, it's a weird one. I remember when it got announced, I was very apprehensive to even look at it because it looked really weird. It has this weird comic book filter over it. Um, interesting to turn off yeah. in the menus. We could turn it off in the menus, which for me, oh. that's the oh. thing I didn't understand. Okay. Which was, well, Resident Evil has a look, it has yeah. a look and it has a feel, and there's nothing wrong with that look and feel to me. Like, that's one of the things that is appealing to the game for a lot of people is how its atmosphere it scares you, it's, it, you know, that sort of thing. So when they added this comic book feel, I was just a bit like, what the hell is this? Like, mm-hmm. this isn't what I want from my Resident Evil games. This looks stupid. Someone I was streaming it and someone was like, you can turn that filter off, you know? And I was like, oh, what? All right, cool. Turn it off. And I was like, wow, this game is 10 times better already just from that <laughs> one thing. Um, for all intensive purposes, it is a Resident Evil versus game, right? That is what it is. Um, you go around, you can play as Leon, Jill, Claire, Ada, Chris, and Hunk. Those are the characters you can play in the beta and you play in the police station, which has been sort of reworked and they've blown open some more of the walls and things like that to make the bottom map kind of feel a little bit more multiplayer versus type. type. Um, I'm, I'm not willing to say it's good yet because I played about six or seven matches. Um, but what I will say is I could see it being a lot of fun with a group of friends. Yeah. That is one thing I could definitely see because what happens is uh, once you die, you turn into monsters. Mm-hmm. So you turn into the Gamma, mm-hmm. you can turn into the Tyrant, you can turn into Nemesis, you can turn into all of these, these different characters, right? Which obviously is super fun to play but they're not overpowered because they have like a time limit that they're going down on until you respawn as your human self each character's got their own special abilities um like leon does this weird kick which i'm like why are you trying to kick nemesis in the face dude <laughs> nemesis will just blow you up but sure you do you uh ada's got like this weird stun and like each character's got their very specific uh skills it's enjoyable i just don't know how long it's gonna last in terms of does anyone, did anyone play Resident Evil Revelation? Not Revelations, uh, the, Project Resistance. That's that came the with three. Yeah, I did that. No. Yeah, it's the it's the 4v1 mm-hmm. type uh, game mode. It wasn't uh, very good. I've been saying for a while that Capcom just keeps making these things so they can figure out how net coding works for online, so they uh, can finally make Resident Evil Outbreak. That's generally how it feels to me, because none of these games feel fleshed out enough or good enough to live on their own. Yeah. Hence why they keep getting packaged in with Resident Evil 3 and now Resident Evil Village. And then I think they're just waiting because they're going to want to keep remaking Resident Evil games and eventually they're going to run out of games. So they're going to go to like oh, Outbreak and Outbreak 2 and stuff like that, which were ahead of their time back on the PS2 generation. So it would be nice to see them come back and do that, especially for someone like myself who would love to play them. I couldn't afford internet back then when I had a PS2. So now I've got in there like, hey, friends, let's play mm-hmm. together, please. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, for me, that's what I've been playing. That, a ton of Call of Duty Warzone, obviously, because I'm addicted <laughs> like everybody. Uh, if I'm not jumping in the zone and clicking some heads, then psh, you ain't doing it right. Been playing that, a bit of Apex as well. But uh, yeah, Resident Evil Versus and Resident Evil, just every Resident Evil number game right now has kind of been my uh, go-to thing, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting that they market a uh, Resident Evil verse with the comic filter when yeah. that's sort of a turn off. Like it doesn't. To, to me, it is yeah. anyway. I don't know if it, I don't know if they tr- they were trying to get in a 
casual market with that type of mode, yeah. which seems weird because we don't know if it's going to be sold standalone yet. It just That's seems like a weird choice. I did. Uh, if they were going to have that, they could have done like a side by side of it, like on and off, like, oh, and with the camera filter. And you're like, yeah, no one's going to use that. Cool, go away. Like, it, it shouldn't be on by default, in my opinion. It should be something they let people decide if they want. So, yeah, it's just a weird choice. It is yeah. a weird choice, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Good stuff. How much longer do you think you'll be playing the Resident Evil uh, stuff? I'm that well, we're, we're leading all the way up to Village. So we're up to four at the moment. So we've got four, five, six, seven, which, God, playing five, six, and seven. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Not the, I'm not the biggest fan of those games. Seven I've come what? around on, but five and six. You don't know, like seven? No, seven. So I still think Seven is a fantastic survival horror game. Yeah. It's not a fantastic Resident Evil. Yeah, it is barely. Well, if you if you if you take away the herbs and you take away Chris spoilers for Resident Evil Seven, feel good. No, yeah. right. you've had We're your good. time. All right, Yo, we've had your yeah. time for people to leave. You had your time. Uh, Carl was about um, to play it. Carl was. Are you about to play it? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chris Redfield shows up at the end, yeah. right? Yeah. So. It, like you take away herbs and take away Chris Redfield, it doesn't have anything to do with Resident Evil. That's true. Yeah, yeah it's barely now. Now, now that I understand that it's a new trilogy, and now we're getting Village, and then we're going to get Nine. That's already been kind of confirmed that this is a trilogy of stories they're telling through Ethan, pretty much. Mm -hmm. Which I think Ethan's mm -hmm. one of the lamest characters ever <laughs> in Resident Evil because he was designed for VR, so you uh, never had to actually yeah, think about him as a character. He's kind of an asshole. I, I, just he's not a. Like a good person, I I didn't get the, the I the sensation that he was a good, uh, not like a bad person, but uh, there were moments where I'm like, why would you react this way? Why would you be like sometimes with Mia? Like why would you talk to her the like that? She's been through hell. Well, the game was strictly designed for you can tell it was designed for VR yeah. with PlayStation's influence, right? So they don't want to distract you from the fact that you are the player. That's what they're going for with obviously first person stuff. Mm -hmm. Like you are the player. Don't think about Ethan, but I think they kind of painted themselves into a corner because like you said, he, he doesn't have many redeeming factors. He complains about everything. Mm -hmm. He doesn't react in a normal way. He gets his hand chopped off and then just staples it back on. Like <laughs> it just doesn't give off because yeah. it's meant to be like, it's even the way the camera pans when you get your hand chopped off, right? It wants you to look at that. It wants you to feel that. Not so much Ethan feeling that. So yeah, but I, I like Resident Evil 7 as a, as a survival horror fan. I just don't love it as a Resident Evil game, personally. It's okay. interesting, because yeah, cause Ethan could be quiet the entire game, and it'd be the same, yeah. the same experience. So when I saw them starting uh, you know, with Resident Evil 8, the, the trailer and all that stuff, and they started talking about Ethan so much, I for a second was like, who the hell is Ethan? Who the hell is Ethan? Ethan? <laughs> I keep forgetting Ethan. <laughs> who, who's Ethan? Why do we actually care about his wife? Because they gave him a decision at the end of the game yeah. where you didn't even have to save his wife in Seven. Yeah. So wait, what about if I chose Zoe? Oh, if you I chose, chose a bad Zoe, ending. Well, no, no, but, it's, but okay, you chose a bad ending, but like, what happened to Zoe? Oh, you have to buy the DLC to see yeah. what happened to Zoe. Yeah. So, well, I don't want to buy the DLC. So you're telling me the ending I chose was wrong? That's, I hate it when games do that. It's a yeah. pet peeve of mine. No. Just don't give me a decision. If you don't want that to not be your canon ending, or halfway through the game, or whatever it is, when you get to the shit part of Resident Evil Seven, it just doesn't make sense to me. It's like, well, just you make that decision for me, then. Mm -hmm. With like, 
don't take that away. You clearly wanted this story to go on, them to have a baby and live a happy life. I don't care about that baby. Chris can kill the baby. I don't care. <laughs> Generally, I don't care. Ethan sucks and so does Mia. And so I don't know about this baby. Maybe she's cool. Maybe she's a cool baby. I don't <laughs> know. Be real cool. But, you know, Maybe. it's just a weird one. It's a weird one for me. But yeah. 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 There you go. Uh, well, let's see. I have been playing some Outriders still. Oh, uh, I finally beat the campaign. Uh, mm, so that's nice. that was pretty cool. Um, have not dived into the like end game stuff, the expeditions yet. I think I want yeah. to go into some of the side quests. Uh, but last week, I know Gino, you mentioned you were working on that as well. I'd love to squ- to squat up finally. Yeah, now, I want to talk about like, the squatting up aspect. Right, like now, now that I'm done with the story, I feel like I'm not gonna miss something if I jump into someone else's game or get spoiled. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm hoping to dive more into that stuff because I, I yeah, this is like the kind of game that I needed right now. I was hoping for something to to shoot things and just have fun and just do this like mindless. I'm just gonna go light people on fire and shoot things and explode and it, this has been perfect um mm. so i've i've really enjoyed my time with that game um uh, have have you have you still been been playing it much this week yeah i've, I've been playing it so i've been uh i it's weird because when i play on my own uh as as you know, there's like that world tier system. Every every time you level yeah. up, you level up your world tier as well, and that levels up the difficulty. Um, when I'm on my own, I have the highest world tier available to me, and I do not have a hard time at all. But when I squat up, when I have a full party, it seems like that same world tier difficulty. Or I've actually squatted up with someone uh, that's lower than me, has a world tier lower than I do. So I should be a little bit leveled for it. But when I squat up with a full party, it gets so much harder, no matter what, if, even if the world tier difficulty is lower than the one I'm on on my own, it gets so incredibly difficult that it, it yeah. sort of forces you to, to lower it even more. So I find it interesting because you figure when you squat up, it's going to be like, all right, this is going to be a little bit better. You know, it's not going to be as overwhelming, but it gets so incredibly overwhelming that i think yeah. playing on your own is probably the best way to go until you get to the end like you're like you're saying uh because i think you I, did it right to be honest i i felt similarly well i, I, I yeah I, I i felt similarly playing solo too that there mm-hmm. were times that it just had really strange difficulty spikes where it's like okay i've i'm i've been fairly consistently on world tier five for example right and then all of a sudden it's like oh this is i'm getting my ass kicked so it's like okay down to world tier four huh that's strange that's still really difficult okay down to world tier three no okay uh world tier two why like why should i have to move it down that low just to get Mm -hmm. you know you know to get past that and at the end, like the last third of the game, at, at least, I felt like that happened a lot more, whereas the rest of the game, I felt like I could consistently like just start bumping it up and be like, OK, I think I'm ready for this next world tier. 
and then yeah. maybe would have to bump it down again if something got hard, but then could go like right back after that. And man, that end end game gets overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's challenging by itself, but it's a hell of a lot of fun. So that's the thing. I, yeah, I, that's what keeps me there because it is fun. It is very fun. I en- enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I don't have much uh, much else to say about Outriders. Yeah, same. Right uh. The other game that I played, I checked out Odd World Soulstorm. Uh, okay. That was furry this past yeah, month. I, yeah, I, yeah, I've never played these games in the past, so I don't know much about them. Uh, I checked this one out because it was furry on PlayStation Plus. Uh, I really only played like an hour and a half, so I don't have too much to say. Uh, but it was enough for me to just be like, you know what? This is not for me. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's like a side scrolling platformer. Um, there is some stealth mechanics mixed in there. It looked beautiful. Uh, I thought the cutscenes were great. It felt like a PlayStation 2 game, mm. though. Um which mm. which did not feel good. I was hitting buttons similar to to, to what you said with Damon's skin. Like it has buttons to do all these different actions, and it felt like I would hit the button and nothing would happen, and then I would hit the button again and still nothing would happen. And then on that like third t- time, it was like, oh yeah, you're supposed to you know hit you know get this thing. I was like, finally. Um, so I, I I I might go back and ch- check it out a couple more times just to see if my feelings change. Um, but yeah, I, I I think for the most part the game's not really for me. Um, but an interesting one nonetheless to check out because I, I I think I I saw that they were talking about like if 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 they could go back and redo that second game that they made, it would have been this. Like, this is their remake of that second game, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Um, But it was just this neat idea of, like, yeah, I've made these things in the past, and, like, it'd be neat to go back and just completely redo it now that we have new technology and all that that, that stuff. Um, And it's the original creators you know so yeah. good on them for making that but not cool. for me yeah i've been i i don't know if i'll play it or not because yeah looking at the gameplay it does remind me a lot of a ps2 game and now call you're saying that it, it plays out like it i i think i'll give it a try because it is free on ps plus and it is a new yeah. game and it is a ps5 game and I mean, if if that's the kind of thing you're looking for, it would be a great one of those, right? Yeah. Like, if, I'm sure if you're it... looking for that PlayStation yeah. 2 nostalgia with the, like, current and stylings, this would be one to ch- check out. Yeah, I'm sure for people that play it and, like, the other games, they'll probably like it because it feels like you might play it a lot similarly to those, but... Yeah. yeah, someone who doesn't have that nostalgia and never played one of the old world games. It is kind of a, a hard sell for me. It's a weird one, right? Because I, when it got announced, I was actually kind of hyped for it. And it was almost like it being in PlayStation Plus made me not play it more. Oh. For me, I don't mm-hmm. know why. Um, again, I'm, I'm so restricted on time nowadays anyway. 
um, <laughs> when I'm playing games. And if it ain't something that instantly gets me, it's like, well, 10,000 other games out there for me to be playing. Yeah. But it was a weird one because like, when it got announced, I was like, oh, I'll definitely play it. And then as soon as they announced it for PS Plus, like, it gives me that. It's the same thing with Game Pass for me where like, I'll get to it. Like I'm yeah, in no sure. rush yeah. to, to get there anymore. It's there. It's not going, or I've downloaded it with PlayStation Plus, um, redeemed it so I can play at any point, right? And it's weird. I, I thought the same thing with Outriders as well, where I was like, I played Outriders because I was an Outriders in battle. But um, it was a weird one where I was like, I can see why people are not rushing to play these games anymore because you know they're not going anywhere. Yeah. So um, it's interesting to hear you sound like it plays like a PS2 game as well. Because even more so, I'm like, eh, there's 10,000 other things yeah. to play. I'll play something else. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. again, like it's not necessarily a bad game. Like I don't feel like it's poorly made. It's just like this is a very specific style of, of yeah, game. It, like, it probably if, if, does. If you want this, then yeah. It probably does well what it sets out to do. But yeah. what it sets out to yeah. do, it's probably not your thing. And fix it to your thing, it probably has to do with their, you have no, necessarily no commitment to it, because since you didn't spend anything on it, you don't feel like you have to actually do no, it. I don't want to go, I don't want to go big ass on you. I don't spend anything on anything anymore. I get so enclosed. <laughs> right, so let oh, me tell I'm you. Sorry. All right. Let I'm me sorry. Tell you. Big time so, over here. Big time out here, all right? Me and Gina, uh, we're going to the moon, baby. We're going you, to the moon. You, right? you guys are too big for me and Kyle. When I, when I get a, when I get I a code. You're not getting yeah. codes? I'll talk, I'll talk to my people. They'll talk to your people. It's fine. We got you. I got you. <laughs> um, no, I think it's just that weird thing of like, when I'm covering something and it's like, it's the talk of the time, right? Even if you yeah. are getting sent a code, like, you just feel a reason to play it. I just felt mm -hmm. like no one was talking about this game in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. I'm like, all right, I'll get to it. Just when be I, like, when people didn't take it. Like, I'm in no rush. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It flew under the radar, definitely. Even mm -hmm. though it was on PS Plus, it still flew under the radar for some reason. <laughs> so, there yeah. you go. Gino! Um, yes. What about you, my friend? All right, so it seems like we've uh, saved the best game for last. Uh, if you guys uh, have me on Twitter, uh, Fixer, you know that I... Uh, um, I well, talk about Final oh, Fantasy XIV very much, and I try to convince very many people to start playing it. Um, so they no just chance. released a new patch uh, that's going to lead into the new expansion, right? And yeah. uh, I have not fi finished the story for this new patch, but I hopped into the the new Nier raid. So if you guys don't know, they're doing a collaboration with Nier. Um, not leading up to the game, but just just because they they have so they have a, a, this raid series where you know uh, twenty four people drop in uh, fight these specific uh, um, bosses that are in some way related to Nier and the story revolves around two uh, B and nine S if you've played Nier uh, those are yep. the main characters in Automata um, and they come into your world into the Final Fantasy world and uh, their monsters are coming in and you have to fight them and help them get back to their world, stuff like that so. The amazing thing about what Final Fantasy does is it doesn't just throw the near content into it. It makes it mesh extremely well with the world it's in. So not only with the design, with the combat, but with the music itself, it mixes near music with Final Fantasy music when you're fighting these, oh, boss, these bosses. That's pretty cool. And the way the soundtrack does, like w when you're in battle... You know, I, so I did the, the the latest one that came out. 
um i'm screaming the entire time so i can't really hear the music but there's because i'm scared you know because i don't know what's going on um i haven't seen a guide or anything i'm just like trying to survive here uh but luckily there's like 23 other people there so if i die they're not gonna really notice that i'm dead you know they'll they'll help me out and stuff like that so so um so i'm running around screaming and then there's little moments where i'm not screaming and i'm listening to the music playing while the while we're fighting the boss and it is absolutely it's so beautiful it's so beautiful the way they the the way they they compose music specifically for this it's so it's so amazing how they put thought into every little part of this game and it's been going on for years and years you would think that after a while they just they get tired and get lazy but no they just continue to top themselves and top themselves no matter what keeps well, no matter what comes so uh i've done the near raid i haven't finished the story that leads into the new expansion but yeah i just wanted to i just wanted to shout out final fantasy because man they, they they really that game really continues to be a, an absolute banger of a game man yeah when are you squatting up with michael ha 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 you guys uh, hi, mentioned it on uh, on when when you interviewed him. Yeah, when I interviewed him, uh, so I am on his server. I am on Hiam's server, uh, but uh, he hasn't responded to me. So whatever it is, <laughs> so nah. whatever, whatever, <laughs> Michael. Clearly not big time enough. Clearly, <laughs> mm, interesting. So uh, yeah, uh, but it's it's so incredible because i am getting uh, like i'm slowly getting people to try it because it has such an extensive free trial now that there's no reason to not try it you know even if you don't yeah. like mmos or if you're not into that kind of stuff um there's a lot of people that were never into mmos or final fantasy and yeah. and they try this game and it and completely sucks them in because it's just that kind of game that you want to be in um well, gino i think you'll be happy to hear that i downloaded the beta for PS5. Oh shit! So, you know, you see what I'm, I'm saying? <laughs> I'm making no promises. I haven't done what I haven't. Just try it. Just try it. Again. So that's a, that's another thing. They they updated it uh, for the PS5, and I did not expect them. This goes back to my point of them not being lazy. I did not expect them to use the dual sense, and they are using the dual sense with different mechanics in the game. So it's hmm. it's and it's so because. There's some games where the dual sense is just incredible. The, the uh, Outriders broke my dual sense, my first one. It literally broke it. My R2 snapped for some reason. Oh. Yeah. So well, no, you broke it. I broke it with Outriders. Yeah. <laughs> with yeah, Outriders. Really didn't break it, so. Because of Outriders, I broke it. <laughs> so um, makes sense. So you saw, like I was saying, some some games like really exaggerate the dual sense with the vibrations and the R2s and the the the, the triggers. I mean. Uh, but this game does it so subtly, but also so you notice it so well. So, and different types of ground. If the ground's wet, if it's a uh, 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 concrete or steel, the steps feel different on your controller. And then when you get on a mount, and you 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 know you uh, you do the horn, you hear the horn, and you're not hear it, but you feel it on the controller. And then you feel the oh. wind on your mount if you're flying, which is so cool oh, to me. That's Just, cool. Just those little additions that are extremely subtle, but just add that extra immersion to the game that just tells me they're, they're thinking about everything. You know, they're doing everything for you guys, and, and it's definitely worth a That's try cool. if you have it. I'm glad you downloaded it, Ignacio. 
uh, Kyle, uh, fix it. You guys got to download it too. Worth a try. Ah, Worth a yeah, try. Yeah, I would. Yeah, but I got to do the thing with the thing with the other thing and the stuff and the people. Worth so, a try. He's like, I'll get to you it. Can, I'll get. You to can it. miss me with that. This one. is the you goal. More Final Fantasy fourteen ambassador. Me right there. Yeah. Listen to me, Square Enix. You guys know Fixer, right? You're probably listening to this. I know some this. people at Square. You're, I know some people at Square. You're probably listening to this now that he's here, right? I'm going to yeah. be a Final Fantasy fourteen ambassador. I'm calling it right okay. now. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Let's do it. The first one of its kind. First one of its kind. I was going to say, do they have those? Yeah, exactly. First one of its kind. <laughs> like, I'm starting it now. <laughs> I'm starting it. I'm starting it. There we go. But yeah, it's it's freaking incredible. Definitely worth a try if you haven't tried it. And cool. that's what I, that's what I would play. Good stuff, good stuff. Uh, well, let us get on to a little bit of housekeeping, and then we will jump into the news after that, because we got quite a bit to talk about. Uh, let's do the little jingle for housekeeping. If you did not know, we have multiple podcasts here at The Whatnots. You guys can find out more information on our website, thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice, just type in the whatnots and all of our shows will pop up right there. If you like what we do, patreon.com slash the whatnots is where you can support us for as little as a dollar a month. We have a $3 tier with all kinds of exclusive content. We just recorded our, uh, I, I guess, like our part two update to our 2021 video game fantasy giraffe. Uh, I believe that is up there right now. If not, I will get it up by time this goes live. So be on the lookout for that. All you need to do is go on our website, go in the members members the members only section and use your Patreon credentials to sign in. And we have a $5 tier on Patreon that gets you a shout out on the show. So big thank you to all of our Patreon supporters at the $5 tier and above. So thank you, Sam, so much for you, helping out. And thank you to Greg Miller as well, <laughs> who recently supported us. Thank, thank you, thank Sam you and so Greg. Much. Indeed. Yeah, interesting. Uh, wait, 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 yeah. wait. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to need everyone to chill out for a second. Uh-huh. Why? Yes. Greg Miller. Yes. Gregory yeah. James Miller. Suppose yeah. Gino. Who destroyed yeah, me I'm and then decided to support I mean, if not us, him, yeah. he, at least <laughs> he at least supports me and Ignacio. Yeah, right. it feels more like... <laughs> so, <laughs> Victor, did you sure see it. what happened this week with us and Of Greg? course I did. Of course yeah. I did. <laughs> yeah. Come it blew up. It blew, come on, yeah. you know who I am. I'm, I'm team Greg all day long. Like, it's understandable. It's understandable. Yeah. Come on, the, the, the guy put me on, on, you know. You can't, you, you know. Like that's, that's where it's at. <laughs> no, that's dope, guys. That's dope. There you go. So, yeah. Last but not least, uh, we are usually streaming on on Twitch each Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday evening slash night. So be on the lookout for that. You guys can subscribe to our Twitch channel, uh, Twitch.tv slash the Whatnots, uh, and I believe that is about it for housekeeping right now. So let's get on to the news. All right, guys, we got a lot of showcases, a lot of games to talk about or what we want to talk about, whatever it was. So uh, it's a uh, it's 
It's interesting because I wanted to have you on, uh, Fixer, for the MLB The Show uh, news oh, okay, that happened. Yeah. But you do have reacts on your uh, my Xbox and me, correct? I think I, I checked I it do. out there. Yes. Because when I figured out that you weren't going to be there, I was like, what does Fixer think about all this, dude? So so uh, you guys can go check that out over there. I'm going to be the show coming out. Xbox Game Pass, very interesting, very incredible. But that's not about this. This is not about that, I mean. Uh, the first, <laughs> The first news we have here, number one, the Nintendo Indie World Showcase recap this comes from nintendoeverything.com so uh, nintendo had a, their indie world showcase this past week and they announced this was actually to me it was a pretty strong one uh yeah. from from what i've seen nope no where was metro come on where was what well where, where was all the big games where was, was mario 69 Oh, Come on, Mario people's 69. expectations. Oh Me- yeah, that that Metron you know, small and, little and Mario. And, yeah, and, but, yeah, and Nintendo, Mario. Nintendo published their own games. They're independent. Hey, <laughs> yeah, on, guys. I mean, yeah, they are. But yeah. okay, I got, so I unfortunately, got, no, we haven't, we didn't see Breath of the Wild two here. But let me go through yeah, no. the list of all the games we saw, and then we could we could pick out which ones were we we thought were very interesting. So uh, let me quickly go through it. So we saw Road ninety six. Oxen Free 2, Ollie Ollie World, Florence, and What Remains of Edith Finch from Annapurna, uh, Hindsight, Last Stop, The Longing, Aerial Knights Never Yield, Fez, Aztec Forgotten Gods, There Is No Game, Wrong Dimension, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's Revenge, uh, Christ Tales, Getsu Fumaden, Undying Moon, Beasts of Maravilla Island, Skull, the Hero Slayer, Art of Rally, Kiwi, Ender Lilies, Quietus of the Nights, Weaving Tides, Labyrinth City, Pierre, the Maze Detective, and the House of the Dead remake. So a plethora of games here. Uh, Fixer, did any of them interest you since uh, you didn't get Mario 69? Which which ones out of here did you pick out that, that were interesting uh, to you? Road, Road 96, um, I actually really like the look of. Um, that that was the the game that opened the show in, uh, yeah. kind of story based, yeah. like I guess kind of the evolution of like a Telltale type of game, but done in its own style. Uh, that one looked really interesting. I I love jumping into stories and being able to experience things that are not normal for myself. I'm a mixed race man, so if I can experience something through somebody else's eyes, I love that. Um, so I tell me why it was so special to me and was up there last year for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, that. I liked um I'm a big House of the Dead fan. So when that mm. when the remake got shown, I popped hard. I was yeah. like, oh my gosh. Mm. I was a big virtual cop fan back on the Sega Saturn. Yeah, you guys are probably so, too young. I'm very old. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm not familiar with House right. of the Dead. I, I don't know exactly what that one is. What is that? You game? Know, how old they, are you all? Wait, how old are I, you guys? I, I'm no, I'm, Cal, Cal is old. I'm I'm the old man here. I'm I, I'm the youngest here and I played I think oh, you House just of the Dead three or four. One in the arcade. Has the Dead free probably. That was yeah. But Has the Dead is a it's a light gun game, like a Time Crisis okay. or okay, something yeah, yeah. like that. Oh yeah. Um, okay, so I have played. That. And it just it just held it just holds a really special place in my heart for that. Again, you had Virtual Cop, you had House of the Dead, you had Vampire yeah. Knights, Time Crisis. Um, those are the ones I can think of on the top of my head. So they all sort of meshed together in my head. I remember just having a light gun mm-hmm. and like coming around the corner yeah. and thinking I was the baddest. So to be able to play this again, I'm like, oh yeah, this is I'm definitely in. That one that one excited me. And the last one was uh Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, 
uh, Shredder's Revenge. Yeah. I love Streets of Rage. I love uh, side-scrolling beat-em-ups. So uh, that one was really exciting to me as well. Well, so some of the ones that stood out to me, I didn't, I didn't catch the whole showcase, but I looked through all the the, the trailers. Uh, Oxen Free Two specifically, uh, I had no idea they were gonna release the second one because uh, the first one ended yeah. ended pretty incredibly. Uh, if you haven't checked out Oxen Free, it's it's freaking, it's weird, it's intense, it goes places you didn't you don't expect it to go. So it's definitely worth a worth a try, and I'm excited for Oxen Free Two. Uh, another one that looked interesting with uh, with the story, like you said about Road ninety six uh, fixer, is Last Stop. I thought that one was uh, was pretty cool. I it makes the, the, the I three people. The other one. Yeah, uh, and uh, what else do I have here? Uh, Beasts of Maravilla Island. That one looks like the the game that you spoke about, Kyle. That was on your top of the, your your game of the year list. The photography game. It seemed like that. Umarangi oh, Generation. That game was Umarangi Generation. Yeah, yeah it, it seemed like that kind of that type of game where you have to photograph certain things. Um, so that lo- that one looked okay. cool. Oh yeah, and then Aztec Forgotten Gods. That one was uh, yeah. surprisingly looked oh, surprisingly so you, well. You saw yeah. what, what it was, about? Yeah, I figured. I, yeah. I, 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 uh, it has a. It's an all right name, you know. It's, it's that Immortals Phoenix yeah. Rising kind of name, you know. But uh, but uh, it looks cool <laughs> nonetheless. <laughs> You mean uh, Gods and Monsters? Gods and Monsters. God, Gods I can't God. believe that. Freaking <laughs> Monster Energy Drink was like, uh, no, you can't have this. I still don't really get the hate for Immortals Phoenix Rising, to be honest. Because compared to what it than... was, compared to what it was, Gods and Monsters. Gods and Monsters, so cool. I think it is a better name than Gods and Monsters. No. Yeah. Oh, absolutely wrong. No but, way. Gods and Monsters is way cooler than Wasn't there Phoenix a movie Rising. called Gods and Monsters? I think it was so. a Maybe. Justice League movie. That I think. Too, yeah, Justice but then that, that's not monsters. what made them change it. It was the Monster Energy drink that made them change it for some reason. I don't know why. Wait, like, oh, like they have a they own the monsters. Work. Yeah, I don't know. Why. But but yeah, so that that those were those were a few of the uh, Ignacio or Kyle. Did you guys uh, have any interest? Uh, in any of these? I know I you did, one. Ignacio. You have some. Oh. Ooh, what's yours? One. What's your one, Kyle? Florence. Florence. Play that mm-hmm. game. That game is amazing. Uh, it's okay. a mobile g- 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 game uh, that came out a couple years ago. And I remember everyone just being like, this game is great. Check it out. It is one of the most mature looks at, re- 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 at re- re- relationships uh, that I've seen. And I did. It was like three bucks on my f- phone. So I bought it. Played the whole thing in like 40 minutes and I cried. That game is beautiful. Um, Okay, cool. And it uses these really, really, really simple mechanics uh, to tell the the story. uh, And I think to see that on the Nintendo Switch will give some new life to that one, especially since it's touch screen and you can still feel all the vibe and and stuff like that it it it, it will fit uh, on that and the soundtrack is great so play I that love game me a good soundtrack love me a good soundtrack. yeah what about you ignace uh for me there are a couple of standouts uh i mean house of the dead remake i i'm interested to see how they do it especially on the on the switch whether whether or not they will lean into the light gun aspect of it i, I think if they do that it will be pretty cool with the switch uh, having Joy-Cons. Uh, of course, Aztec 
Forgotten Gods, I think that it, it looked pretty cool. This is one of the games that I picked up for the Fantasy League, as well as Aerial Knights Never Yield. Uh, at first, uh, Aerial Knights Never Yield, it looked uninteresting to me, but then as they kept going and they kept doing the... It, it kept evolving, it felt like. Like at the beginning, it just looked to me like a endless runner type of game of, of, of side-scroller, but as it kept going, it did keep changing, and I'm interested to see how or where it goes. Uh, and then the last one that I have is Oli Oli World, which I played Oli Oli, I think both one and two, and those are fun, but a, a, a bit simplistic, a bit ar arcadey. They're they're fun. They they are good at what they do, and. Now seeing all the worldly world, it does seem like they're uh, kind of expanding it. So I, I'm interested to see where it goes. Uh, they showed like uh, the levels have different paths that you can take, which reminded me of Sonic, the Sonic games. So I'm interested to see what they do yeah. with the game. Yeah. It's cool. kind of funny how, how they did Ali Ali hey. Oxenfree. Yeah, in there. Yeah, just like okay. I see someone over there has a sense of humor. Okay, or they actually <laughs> just don't know that they did that at all. To be honest with you, maybe not. Probably don't even know. It's and also, a... the the last thing for me, <clears throat> not necessarily for the game, but for who's making it, is Gets Through from Aten, Anti Moon, which is being made by Konami. Oh, Konami yeah. known for their pachinko machine. And nothing Pachinko, else. Pachinko, and nothing Another else. game. And nothing yeah. else. A lot of exciting things from the Nintendo world. It's nice to see everybody excited for different things. We're excited for all of them. Who knows? We're excited for nothing. So uh, let's move on to number two here. Uh, the, we had the, a Resident Evil showcase as well this past week. And uh, this little recap comes from Sam Woods uh, from Dual Shockers. I know that a, guy. Uh, yeah, we all know this guy. We all know this guy. Uh, so, so friend, friend of the friend of the show, friend of us, uh, KFBF as well. Uh, new, we got a new village trailer. We got a mercenaries mode and some demo details. So these demo details kind of confuse me for a little bit. So if you guys want to help me out with this, so the village demo is available in North America, uh, five Pacific today, uh, Mar uh, April seventeenth, the day that we're recording this, uh, five p.m. Pacific time. So that's eight p.m. Eastern. But it says available for eight hours. Does it yeah. mean that it's only available for eight hours once it releases? Is that what this no. is saying? No. What do no. you? What is it, Fixer? What does it mean? From my understanding, PlayStation get the demo for eight hours exclusively. Okay. Oh. Before all the other platforms. Uh, that could weird. be wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. That's kind of how I understood oh, it. Oh, yeah, because we have the image here and they have it separated by the village demo, the castle demo, and both together. Yeah. Both the village demo and the castle demo have only PS5 and PS4 underneath them, whereas the village and castle demo has it, has mm. every platform. So, and so, only so, the yeah. village and castle have available for eight hours. So let me go through it. So then uh, North America village demo April 17th. The castle demo April twenty fourth, and then mm -hmm. multi platform demo May first North America, 
uh, in Europe. The village demo is April 18th. The castle demo is April 25th. And then the multi-platform demo is May 2nd. So just a day after each each, each uh, day in North America. But what's, what's confusing to me is it says it's available for eight hours. Does that mean we can only play it within those eight hours once it releases and then they turn it off? Is that what this is saying? That's what this seems like it's what it's saying to me. I mean, you might be right. I could totally be wrong. Yeah. Because I wasn't paying that much attention because it was a it was the demo and yeah. I was talking to my chat and stuff. From from what I understood was I thought they said after this was like it's coming to all platforms. Yeah. But you might be right i guess it it wouldn't be eight hours of exclusivity because it is the multi-platform ones are like a week after yeah so it wouldn't be available for eight hours i I do remember but the the way i sorry the the way i understood was village demo eight hours castle demo eight hours they come out on both platforms and then if you want to play them together and then choose which because you only get an hour to play these demos yeah yeah. okay you you can split your time between you can power a whole hour in the village. You can have a whole hour in the castle. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know. It's weird. It was mismarketed. Yeah, yeah. It was super strange. Yeah. I didn't understand it either. And I'm very in the industry and get all this <laughs> stuff usually. And I'm used to Capcom's bullshit usually. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, I just, yeah, it was a weird one. It was a weird one. Because what's yeah. interesting about them strange. saying it's available for eight hours is wouldn't they essentially want people to stream this? Like, wouldn't they want they did. eyes they on it? They said it during the thing. Yeah. They literally said during the showcase, you're more than encouraged to stream your, yeah. your experience with a demo. So so if it's only available for eight hours, then I not mean, everyone's going to be able to do it. You know? Yeah, but that I think th- this is also kind of what Nintendo typically does with that false scarcity stuff of just like, hey, it's yeah. only here for eight hours. You need to like take the day off of work. You need to do that. You need to watch now because it's happening yeah. now, right? That's, that's interesting. And that kind of eventizes it yeah so, so I, I don't know I, if we're oh, right yeah, maybe uh, maybe that's what it is uh, I, I so i have a an article here from screen run which explains the demos okay and so here i have the uh what is it the village demo and here what they say is that players will be able to play 30 minutes of the village demo they have 30 minutes to explore the game and it seems like it will be available only for eight hours. So they oh, have okay. here, for example, North, North America will be available from April se- from 5 p.m. Pacific in April 17th to 1 a.m. on April 18th. Yeah. Okay. So it seems like it will be... Yeah, so they That's have a here. thing to do. Yeah. In addition to it the 30-minute is- cap, the demo will only be playable during an eight-hour period. Interesting. That's so interesting. So I was wrong. I was very, very wrong. Very wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh, there you go. And so it seems like the multi-platform demo will be available for 24 hours. But it and says available have... through launch here. Available through launch. So it wouldn't it be available until launch? Is that that's what the, the... So uh, not according to the article here, which has it as 24 hours from May 1st to May 2nd, North America. Maybe they I don't know. Maybe this is wrong. Better. Who knows? This is what they have here. All right. So we have a, a Resident Evil Village demo uh, coming out tonight. For uh, by the time we're recording this, and uh, by the time you're listening to this, you would have missed it already. Or the Castle demo is coming. Um. So 
Well, let me skip this last one. Let me do this one for last. Uh, after that, we got a Resident Evil Infinite Darkness trailer. Uh, this show is set two years after the events of Resident Evil 4 and follows series favorites Claire Redfield, uh, which I love very much, and Leon Kennedy. Uh, so that show looks pretty awesome. Do you guys are you guys interested in watching this? I thought it looked pretty. Yeah, it looked pretty cool. I originally thought it was a movie, but then uh, I don't know. They if have a movie coming as well. A movie going on. Uh, of course, there there uh-huh. is the live action movie. Yes. Although I do not remember, if there's an animated movie too. I don't think about it. So this one. No, was I think a this series. is this yeah. is this is the Netflix series, okay. and then we're getting the live action movies, which is coming to cinema. If we ever get back into cinemas, who knows? Um, <laughs> yeah. They might all be. They all might have blown up by now. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so th- I love the look of this. I've got every single Resident Evil film, even though they're terrible. The live Jesus. action ones. They yeah. are some of the worst films you'll ever watch. <laughs> yeah. um, but I've got all the animated ones as well. So seeing this series, I was just like, "Oh, this looks really good. This looks really good, does, especially yeah. for a hardcore fan like me to have that. Um, have the, the the sorry the series take place in between." Some of people's favorite games, which is crazy to me. They think Five's actually a good game. Crazy, <laughs> um, but yeah. So for me, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to play it, to watch this and binge it to the best of my ability. You know. Cool. Yeah. Oh cool. yeah. We we also got a Dead by Daylight crossover. Um, I don't know if they showed in the no. showcase what it, the monster's gonna be. That they, uh, that was they, it. On, we only it. got the that information that there will be a crossover. They didn't show yeah. anything. Did you see anything. Well, they announced they announced an announcement because Dead by Daylight's got their own showcase on the fifth. Uh, okay. I think. I so see. what they were doing was teasing. They showed the charm, <laughs> the 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 charm yeah. thing you can yeah. get in the game, um, and we're assuming we're going to get either a tyrant or a nemesis or a, mm-hmm. something like that as one of the killers. Probably some crossover skins as well. Um, and yeah, so stuff like that. All right, and then uh, and then the last thing we have here. So I thought it was interesting because you reacted to the showcase on YouTube, right, Fixer? I watched IG. No, I watch on Twitch. Here's a little tip for everybody: uh-huh. always watch it on Twitch because they're always about twenty seconds ahead of YouTube. Always. Really? But what's was so what's interesting? I watched IGNs. Uh huh. I didn't watch Sony's because I know how Sony moves. You watched, I don't watch Sony stuff. <laughs> interesting. You watched IGNs, so Sony's yes. didn't have this this announcement. Yeah. No. Um. So I suppose I guess IGNs <coughs> did. So that's weird how they 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 did that. But this is the they they announced Resident Evil Four VR for Oculus Quest Two. Uh, you reacted to this uh, fixture. You said you're gonna buy one, or you want to raise I'm money for the quest. One. No, I'm buying. Yo, I literally got the donation goal ready, baby. <laughs> Let me tell you, if people want to watch me keep playing Resident Evil games and they're willing to pay for it, I'm not gonna stop them. You know, yeah. like hey, what, yeah. who who would I be to stop Hustle them from hard, doing that? Does it happen? Will it happen? Who knows? Mm-hmm. Who knows? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, mean, I will do everything in my power to be playing Resident Evil Four in in. VR. Look, Resident Evil 4 is not even one of my favorite Resident Evil games. Mm-hmm. Like, well. but to play it on a new platform and to play it in VR, I'd be stupid not to, right? Yeah. yeah. And also, yeah. The, the quest uh, headsets are also pretty good for VR. And uh, looking at it, I, I know Resident Evil 4 is one of the games that a lot of people have it like their favorite game of all time. As someone who didn't grow up, Playing the Resident Evil games, looking at it, I the gameplay itself it, it it doesn't do anything for me, especially since I played five and I didn't like that gameplay. And looking at four, it reminds me of that I I'm 
do not want to experience that gameplay. But looking at what they showed about Resident Evil 4 VR, it looked pretty cool. It looked like a, a pretty cool port of it, where it it feels like there there seems to be a lot of interactivity with what you can do. Like they showed you reloading the weapon, and I feel like that's always cool when they let you. It isn't it isn't just reloading, but you can put out the magazine and you have to put it in and cock it. Yeah. That's always pretty cool when VR games actually put the effort into making it even more realistic. So it looks like a pretty cool demo, uh, like a pretty cool port of the game. And my only problem is that it, they said it was for Quest 2 and I have Quest 1. Yeah. And uh, I don't know <laughs> why they would make it exclusive. Exclusively. What the hell is that about? Yeah. It, as far as I know, there isn't that much difference between Quest 1 and 2. So I don't know. Maybe they are doing to to uh, incentivize people to get to, but uh, Facebook on the Facebook, eh? You know? Oh yeah. The f- funny you say about the gameplay of four. The best place to play Resident Evil Four is on the Wii. I hope you all know that. I, that is facts. There, there is a guy that I that I follow on YouTube called Scott Wozniak, Scott the Woz, and he had a whole video of him him making the case for Resident Evil Four on the Wii. It's the best. It's the best way to. I've played it on GameCube. PlayStation, Xbox, Wii, everywhere. I've played on every. I'm, a, I'm an idiot. I know. I know. Um, I literally own this game on every single platform with two existence. Uh, um, and have the you best place it? to play the game is the Wii. Have you played the... Was it there as a phone version of it? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I own the phone version on iOS. Oh, of course. Yes. Why? I own, I'm the biggest Resident Evil fan. Honestly, I'll play... I'll just... They actually removed it from the store because they had a free-to-play... This is how nerdy I get with it, guys. <clears throat> They had the free-to-play version of it, and they had the paid version. I bought the paid version back in the day on my iPod Touch, and then they got rid of it. I tried to download it not too long ago. It's just gone. Duh. Just gone. Duh. Damn, that sucks. There you go. Can't trust those. Uh, can't trust those online stores. You know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, that's mo- all of what we got for that Resident Evil showcase. Very exciting. Uh, the demo. I will definitely try it out. Uh, available only for thirty minutes. I thought it was an hour, but uh, yeah. Uh, the no. village and castle is one hour, but oh. fixer, I want to know your opinion on the overall showcase because yeah, from from how <sighs> Capcom talked about it before it happened, it did give the feeling that they were hyping it up a bit too much, and I don't feel that they backed it up with with the content that I, we saw. To to butt in here really fast, I I don't know if they were necessarily hyping it up. But I don't think they were doing anything to like be like no, uh, to temper expectations. Didn't they? Didn't they, <clears throat> didn't they come out to to tell people to get hyped for it? I do remember and, and there, it, there being a thing where they they told people to get uh, they I mean, you always was, want people excited. But I I, I don't know oh, if, if it was the like oh and we have like a real a, a real big thing you all have been waiting for, for, for just I'm, you wait. Realistically, like from from me, I'm a huge Resident Evil fan. Like I've said before, like for me, I thought it was fine. Um, seeing more of the the TV show was important to me because I wanted to see more of that. Yeah, um, I'm already sold on Resident Evil Village, so I didn't need to sell me anymore. Yeah, I did like what they showed though. Um, we saw a lot of new environments for the game, which tells me they've been saying it's going to be the longest Resident Evil game ever. Oh, um, well. it looks like it actually may be because I've said that before, and it just turned out to be not not that big. Um. I overall liked it. The The biggest thing for me is Resident Evil is 25 years old, right? 
and we still don't have a place to play the OG one, two, three. Like you, you if you want to play those games, you have to emulate them. I'm not really a fan of like emulating uh, games on PC and stuff. I just want to be able to play them on consoles. So I kind of was hoping for not even a remake or anything, just a literal pull of getting this on an Xbox or a PlayStation. Um, and they didn't even deliver on that for me, which was a little bit heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, uh, to Kyle's point, at the end of the day, they're not going to come out and say, temper expectations for our big AAA game that's coming <laughs> out in less than a month. Yeah. Like, they just they can't come out and do that. For anybody who who cares about that game, I think they got shown quite a bit. We got to see more of Chris Redfield. We got we got to see more of these characters that we don't know about. So I, I don't think they did actually a bad job with it. Like, what, what was you expecting? A Resident Evil Four remake? Like that would have been stupid to announce here. Yeah, so, a lot of people were expecting that too. Yeah. That's because they're idiots. <laughs> people on the internet are idiots. <laughs> they want the, the biggest and the best. But another interesting but, piece of news that came out of that one actually was the. The pronunciation of our big vampire tall lady that we all love, Lady Dimitrisk, it's actually pronounced. Yeah. Uh, I originally Dimitrisk. thought it was Dimitrescu. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, I can barely speak English. You ain't gonna get me to pronounce nothing. <laughs> Let me tell you. You mean the hot lady? Yeah, hot lady, I got say it. Hot got lady. It. The hot lady. Hot I've got it. Yeah, I know her. The giant woman who likes to suck blood from people's hands. Yeah, that girl. I got you. I, I saw understand. that. I, I saw a meme. I saw a meme where. Uh, uh, you guys remember Game of Thrones? The the what is that guy? The orange hair that really liked Brienne of Tarth or whatever, and he and uh, it was a meme of it was saying when you go to a new location in Resident Evil Village, and then it's him saying, "Is the big lady still here? <laughs> the big lady still here?" So, so that's funny. So exciting for Good Resident stuff. Evil Village. Definitely an exciting game to that's coming out soon. So number three, we have here, there's a uh, PS5 is getting its first big firmware update. And uh, this uh, this recap comes from IGN. So let me go through these bullet points here. Um, got quite a few. Players will now be able to store PS5 games on an external hard drive, which everyone's been waiting for. Note that PS5 games cannot be played directly from an external hard drive. So you're going to have to transfer and all that stuff. Uh, Second, you will now be able to share gameplay between PS4 and PS5 via SharePlane. So that's cool. And then we also have a request to join option has been added to appear on both PS5 and PS4 consoles in the social menus for supported games. Improvements have also been made to the game base menu, which now allows you to switch tabs between parties and friends rather than them being stacked on top of each other in one single list. You can also turn on and off notifications for specific parties. Adjustments to the audio menu allows you to totally disable in-game chat from the PS5 menu rather than using individual in-game menus, as well as adjust the volume of players you are talking to. A new option will allow you to preload upcoming game patches should the developer have enabled the feature. A new system for trophies will allow you to customize when images and videos are captured when you unlock a trophy. For example, you can dictate that video clips are only captured if you unlock gold trophies, which will help capture not only the most difficult achievements, but also save drive base on all those 15 second clips. There's also a new trophy stat screen that shows off a summary of your trophies. The PS5 now supports 1080p resolution at 120Hz. Unfortunately, the update does not add any variable refresh rate support. 
A new option has been added to automatically switch video output for to non-HDR when the console is displaying, displaying SDR video or games. And last, One Touch Play enables your PS5 to turn on your TV when the console boots and your TV to the right input. There's also a power off link which will put the PS5 into rest mode if you turn off your TV. So this last one, is this them? No, it's not, right? Because on the what? PS4 we had, you hold, they don't have this. You hold the thing, you hold the PlayStation button and it takes you to turn it off if you want. They don't have this here. You have to go through like two extra steps. No, so uh, I feel like that's so, an update that we were all waiting for. Uh, I don't think it would ever happen. So what this last one is, is that you can now have the option as you say your PS5 and your TV are turned off. You could just turn on your PS5 and your TV will turn on automatically. Yeah. Same okay. uh, when you turn it off, the console will turn off or turn off the console, the TV will turn off too. Which, as far as I remember, it was already a thing on the PS4. So I'm surprised yeah, it, was, it, yeah. is, it just came out on the PS5. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's interesting. They made, I feel like they've made the UI a little, it's, it's simpler, it's sleeker, but it's clunkier somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And I feel like with the improvements, it's eventually going to get to how, because I mean, the PS4 didn't launch at, at, with an incredible UI either. But uh, they improved on, on it, and at the end of its, uh, still not at the end of its life, but at the end of its generation, sort of, it was a pretty incredible UI. So hopefully the yeah. PS5 does get to that. And uh, this is the first big update uh, that we're getting. Uh, anything that you want to speak on, Kyle or Fixer, or just, this is just news right now? Uh, just kind of news right now for me. I, I I know this is not necessarily the storage solution that people were looking yeah. for, but it is a step, right? It's a yeah. step in the right direction. Um, but yeah, I mean, at, at the end of the day, it's just like, I, I don't really think most people are even going to notice most of the stuff. This is just for like the the hardcore of hardcore who really really care uh, about this stuff. But yeah, that's just me. Yeah. That's my t- my t- t- take. Just a bunch of technical stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, that's good. That's same good. with me. Exactly the same with me. Nothing here. It's just news. Mm-hmm. I'm happy these features are coming. It's interesting though, because like obviously the war between consoles are dumb and stuff. But uh, PlayStation fans love... I've been covering Xbox for like five years now. Yeah. PlayStation fans love to tell you when your console doesn't have something. But <laughs> Xbox fans don't do that back. Because like half the... I'm literally listening to you read this. I'm like, Xbox has this. Xbox has this. Xbox has this. Xbox has this. Yeah. I'm like, huh. I didn't even realize my PlayStation couldn't do half these things. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> so uh, yeah. yeah, it's just... Uh, it's, do you remember when the spreadsheets come out? It's like, the PlayStation can do this, but the Xbox can't do that. You're like... Yeah. No one cares. Just play your plastic boxes, you idiots. Like, come on. Just get them and enjoy whatever you want to enjoy. And it's interesting that there are features that were on the PS4 that were, for whatever reason, missing on the PS5. Like I said, the the once touch play thing, I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, I'm I'm sort of positive it is on the PS4 already. Uh, So, uh, looking at the other things that we have here, there are... Plenty of things here that I'm I'm glad that they're addressing. There, I know there are a couple of things here that I I certainly have a problem with. For example, 
I didn't know before the update that it, it wasn't a thing, but uh, the share play between PS4 and PS5. The other day, I was playing with a friend who was on PS4, and it surprised me that it didn't let me share play with him or share my my screen with him, and I didn't know that it was because of the PS4, PS5 difference, so I'm glad that they are addressing that. Other things here, the ability to mute people from the beginning, and not having to go to the in-game menus or even the game cards, it is a thing that a lot of people were asking for, and so I'm glad that they're... It seems that they are addressing things that people had a problem with. The There's another thing here, the game-based menu. I recently started using it because I've, I've been playing with friends online, and yeah, I, I realized that the game-based menu was, was a bit weird for me, how it is a list that starts at the beginning with the parties, and then if you want to see what your friends are playing, you have to scroll all the way down. And so I'm glad that they are addressing that and making it different things. And then the I, last one that I want to talk about is the preloading patches, which I think it is weird. Why would you, if you have the patch ready and up, why not make it live? I think to quell the like initial, everyone can download this thing right now, right? If if they if 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 they get some people preloading it then it won't be as big of a hit on their servers and stuff mm. like that well well there you go for the ps5 last system. thing i want to say on yes. that that i really want them to to fix is some t t times when i move my playstation 5 from my bedroom to he 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 here so i can stream something that mm -hmm. whole process of plugging it into the capture card and making sure all the settings are right is abysmal it's a mess uh i often have to plug it into my monitor first and make sure the settings are right and then without turning it off then plug it into the capture card because yeah. my monitors are only 1080 so if it's apparently if it's not 4k it like just won't show up so they need something where it's, it's, it detects it and fixes it or it's just like, hey, we've noticed that you're on a 1080 monitor. Do you want to do this or switch off the HDCP stuff? Or it's, yeah. yeah, it's it's bad. Yeah. It's a mess. Uh, well, uh, I didn't know that those were problems. I, I've been moving my PS5 between a, a 1080p screen and a 4K screen. I do not have any capture card on stuff like that so well, for it's, me it's the with the capture card specifically yeah, like if i plug it directly it. into the monitor it works fine <clears throat> and it it, yeah. it detects it but it like i my tv is 4k and so when i'm moving it into here if i were to plug it into the capture card first it still thinks it's on a 4k monitor oh, but okay. because my computer my monitors are only 1080 it won't show up and so i have to plug it into the monitors directly first and then be like no you're on 1080 then unplug it and plug it in to the capture card and then it it works so, i don't know it's it's stupid it's dumb at least dumb. they're not letting the ps5 to die right Let's yeah, uh, let's sure. hope they support it for a good amount of time from now on. Um, 
uh incredible launch i think it's a uh, top selling right now fastest selling console i think uh yep. currently yes, so far indeed. so good for them uh with that uh segue i can go into the npd for uh march here this comes from venture b uh jeffy grub 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 grubberton um uh let me go from the top 10 so let me start yep. from 10 to uh, all the way to one so number 10 here for the, the these are the top games that sold in uh the top 10 games that sold for march of 2021 uh minecraft is number 10 so minecraft still continues to sell i don't know why or i do know yeah, why new people need it new i understand people need minecraft but minecraft goes hard goes hard great game um number nine we got super mario 3d all-star so march was the last uh month that it was available so a bunch of people i have my sealed copy if anyone wants to buy it uh for three hundred dollars um sealed unopened so many other people (laughs) yes i saw people i think on ebay selling it for thousands of dollars the day it was so okay so a lot of people bought it then um and then number eight we have animal crossing new horizons of course uh, number seven, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Number six, Mario Kart H, which is still selling. Uh, and number five, we have Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales, which is great. Yeah. Uh, great number game. four, Super Mario 3D World, which just released with Bowser's Fury. And then two new ones here we have that came out in wait, March. Yeah, they both yeah. came out in March, correct. Uh, number three, Outriders. And number two, Monster Hunter Rise. Are both incredible games, and number one, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War once or was two last uh, last month. What was number one last month? Super Mario 3D World was number one yeah. last month. So Black Ops Cold War selling at the top once again. So we have t- a few bullet points here that are interesting. Miles Morales has outsold The Last of Us Part Two um, as of today's date. So good for them. What a what that's a milestone! Wild. I mean, it, yeah, like I, a... I, hard of me expects that, but it's weird uh-huh. to see it in video game form because Spider Man has always been Marvel's top selling co- comics, and my, 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 Miles has been a, a great book since he got he, he got started. So to see the continued yeah. success especially in the in the video game world is just like man they really have something special with it with him in the just to interject there in the same breath we all bought ps5s and they did something to play on it we had yeah. nothing else like uh, you as well hey, multiple is a fantastic what else narcissus don't do this don't do this i'm about to <laughs> there embarrass was you. Demon Souls, on, you had okay, spider-man so, you so, had astrobot yeah okay astrobot was free and come installed well, yeah. on the console so you have something okay. to play no, but to buy, to buy. you know, okay, you can buy, beat yeah, Astro, yeah, but in one's in one sitting, yeah, like you can. Mm-hmm. Um, Demon Souls is for a very, very, very niche Specific audience. audience. Yes. Yeah. Spider Man Miles Morales is the only next gen game that is out there for everybody can play it. There's no barrier to entry. It's a family friendly game. Like to me, it makes yeah. perfect sense. Like we need, you need something to play on these new these new boxes. So you're yeah. gonna pick up. Yeah. This this new Spider Man game, which yeah, to me, I get it. I am um, I was shocked at first, and then I thought about it a bit more, and was like, oh no, yeah, that that makes sense to me. Like that's fair. Early games do sell well. That's yeah. why people want to be launch titles. 
titles. Like they yeah. want to be launch titles because people will gravitate towards those games just because there's nothing else. Not that Spider-Man's like one of those type of games that people wouldn't have gravitated towards anyway, but it'd exactly. be in their day one on the console. You pick up a PlayStation, nine times out of 10, you're buying Miles Morales with it. People mm-hmm. are waiting to buy PS5s to play Miles Morales. So it, it makes sense to me. Yeah. 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 But I, I do not think that that's the only reason or even the biggest reason, because if you compare it to The Last of Us Part Two, which comes from a critically acclaimed and very beloved franchise and coming in at the end of the PlayStation 4 generation, that's a lot to accom- to surpass it. That's a big accomplishment. And I think yep. it probably has to do with the fact that uh, Spider-Man PS4 already was a huge seller. So even then, it, it was a continuation for that. So I think that the fact that it was a, a continuation of it and that it was a Spider-Man game, I think had more to do than the fact that it was a launch title for the PS5. I don't know, that's my opinion. But of course, no. Sort of the same opinion. I think, but I think it comes down to the same thing of it's more accessible. Yeah. Like you got to think like if you if you've got a PS5, you're a dad at home, you've got a PS5, right? And you've got kids, you're gonna just pick up Spider Man because it gets your kid to shut up for ten minutes. Also, everybody knows you can't pick up Last of Us for your kid to pick (laughs) play it for for ten minutes, especially not two. Like (laughs) maybe one, you could be like, all right, I'm gonna teach you about this world. Two is just like pure gore. It's like, teach you about this world. I just, I just think it. I think it makes sense. I don't think it's as big a shocker as what some people are making it out to be because I think us in the circle of video games and the world and blah, blah, blah. We understand that Last of Us is Last of Us. Yeah. If I go to all my casual friends, yeah. they ain't got a clue what Last of Us is. They care about Spider-Man. Like you got mm-hmm. Sometimes you've got to take yourself outside of the video game world and the video game bubble and really think people that are picking up FIFA, Madden, baseball will also pick up Spider-Man because it's Spider-Man, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's true. That's true. And Call of Duty, Call of Duty being number one, that's uh, is, always uh, this, yeah. uh, that's, that's something that casual people play as well. Uh, next bullet point here, uh, I already mentioned this: PlayStation Five is the fastest selling console in U.S. history in both unit and dollar sales through lifetime sales, with five months on the market. So that's freaking incredible. Yeah. And uh, the last bullet point here: the PS Five DualSense wireless controller was the leading accessory in dollar sales for the month of March as well as the first quarter. And that is because I can give you the reason. That is because they're all breaking now, just like mine did. Uh, so mm. I had to buy it in March uh, once again, and uh, I have to call them to replace mine. So uh, let's hope that let's hope that happens. But that is why it was the leading accessory in dollar sales. Just so you guys know, Gina's a little bit and salty. <laughs> <laughs> And those are the final bullet points we have. And that is all the big news we have for the week, Kyle. Take us into New and Notable. Bam. Ixer, if you would do yeah. the honors. Oops, oops, my bad. Of course. Uh, new and Notable this week. We have Marvel's Avengers Tachyon Anomaly event will run from April 22nd to April 3rd. Uh, sorry, to May 3rd. Apologies. May 3rd. Is anyone looking to jump into that? The Tachyon missions? I, uh, you can all play as each cover's characters. We can jump in with a group of Hulks. How's that, how's that sound, everybody? I have some thoughts on it. Because, yeah, they're they making the, the ability for people to squad up with uh, repeating characters. And they're yeah. making it 
be a big thing and they're making it an event and i think that a lot of people want that to be a thing in the game so uh permanently when they yeah. said that it was only available between april 22nd and may 3rd i was surprised because i thought that they were gonna do it make it like a thing for it and no it's just a limited time event so yeah it's uh, interesting why could be a way to it could be a way to appease the fans though it could be a way of like they're testing it out i, I did a uh round table interview with the team about mm. a month ago um and they were very much of like we are listening to the fans we yeah, want yeah. to be um we want to be listening to scott amos and the team and they were like like if, so, if this sticks i could I, t- I could totally see after the time going being like oh it worked it didn't break the game and uh and we can keep it in there but uh sure. yeah I, I get what you mean yeah, yeah. Uh, next, we have Aloy, the main character from Horizon Zero Dawn, is now available to play in Fortnite. We got any Fortnite yeah. fans? Heck yeah. Yeah, 100%. I had my friend buy this for me because I didn't want to buy it. So, uh. <laughs> like, so hey, will you buy me. this for me? <laughs> so, uh, she bought it for me. Thank you very much. And, uh, I have not opened the gift yet, but I will turn on my PS5 and accept that gift to, to play nice. as Fortnite. As, uh, as Aloy, I mean. Yeah, it's freaking incredible. Also, I think they were, the, so they were having a, like an event or something like that with Aloy, uh, Aloy and Lara Croft, and I think that they were having some trouble with it, so they had to turn it off, if I'm not mistaken, oh. so that's worth noting. I don't know if it's back up or not. Good to know. Kyle, cool. you into Fortnite? Uh, not a huge Fortnite person i've played a little bit um but yeah i i just i love seeing all of these new characters in a game like that it's just it's like five-year-old me just playing with action figures and stuff i'm just like this is is amazing this is great it is well it's cool yeah it's crazy when when they put uh when they put master chief in there i was like yep i'm buying that let me i don't even play play that full night that much but i'm like i'll have that definitely that's what they do. They make they put in skins so people that don't even play it could be like, damn, I really want that. Yeah. And then they just come in and buy the skin and then play a few matches and then they're 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 back for the next skin that, that interests them, you know? Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Uh from April 19th till May 14th, PlayStation users will be able to pick up Horizon Zero Dawn for free as part of PlayStation Play at Home program. That's great. Uh, I'm sure most of us already played it and uh, yeah. own it. Uh, I sent my copy to uh oh my god to Virtual Tricks. She uh she wanted it. She wanted uh-huh. it ages ago, and I was meant to have sent it like a year ago because I'm very <laughs> bad at remembering things. And I saw it on my shelf. I was like, I probably should send this to Scotland. So I've sent it off to her before <laughs> this all came in. It's like you got it before them, all right? You got it for you got it from me. You didn't get it from PlayStation. I <laughs> yeah. care about you more. <laughs> I care more. But uh, it's good for people that haven't played the game, uh, especially with yeah. the uh, sequel coming up. So that that, that should be good for people. Yeah. Cool. Next up, Genshin Impact will officially release on PS5 on April 28th. Good for them. So, the game that dope. bankrupted Chino. No. That I did, did not allow to bankrupt me. Was it close? Was it close? It was close. It was close. Yeah, oh. I was... Uh, oof, man, I was into that game. I was definitely into that game. But uh, I had to delete it because I was not going to continue to spend money. That's the I only reason I stopped it. playing. That's literally the only. I've never stopped playing a game for that reason, because I just can't do this anymore. You know, so so there you go. So good for them. This isn't news to me. It's not news to me. (laughs) MLB MLB the show twenty one 
uh, is coming to PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X, Xbox Series S, PS4, and Xbox One on April 20th. Don't forget you can get an Xbox Game Pass as well if you are a Game Pass user. But that will be fun. Yeah. Anybody looking to jump in? I'm not, again, in, in the UK, baseball is not a sport that exists. Uh, we play randers. So uh, I'm looking forward to playing it because I love sports games. I love oh, sports titles. Is, is that one coming to Game Pass for PC and console or no. is it just no. console? Console and cloud. Okay. Console and cloud. So you better play it on your X cloud. Um, still think it's wild. Still in my yeah. head. The yeah. fact that Xbox players can play this game for a pound if they've never had Game Pass or a dollar for you guys. Um, and <laughs> PS4 people are going to pay $70. Yeah, That's it is crazy, wild. man. Wild. Did, did wild. You, did you guys see the picture floating around of, I think it was a baseball game where, you know how they have all these advertisements going on uh, uh, I did uh, throughout this. the field? Uh, yep. There was this one that was for MLB The Show, but it was Xbox. Yep doing it and mm-hmm. so it, it was wild seeing mlb being promoted with the xbox brand that's crazy man yeah. wild. i'm it's gonna crush numbers as well and ah, oh, that's gonna be a weird one for for x for I, a part of me feels like sony are gonna be happy about it though because they're gonna actually see the inside of what game pass can do like mm-hmm. and then for them it's like all right well maybe we should turn playstation now into something similar they probably will mm. never do it especially playstation right now i feel like they're very arrogant i'm coming mom calm down <laughs> jesus um yeah but uh, i don't know it's an interesting one i can't i can't wait to find out i cannot wait yeah um next up judgment is coming to ps5 xbox series x and s and stadia april 23rd mm. i may have a code for this game i may be playing this maybe. oh nice maybe yeah maybe, yeah, maybe. Judgment was uh, when did it came out? 2019, I think. It it was one yeah. of my games of the year. It was up there that year. Judgment, it is a pretty good game to play. Highly recommended. We'll see. Cool. We'll see. I'm not. Can't say anything. I'm embargoed. Uh, <laughs> Nick, okay, well, how, how, how do you, you have an embargo on the, on the game now? Well, the, it's, well, it's the new versions, right? It's the PS5 version, the Xbox Series yeah. X version, the, the same version. game. Mm, you don't know that, Ignacio. You got a call? Uh, maybe, maybe they are dead as Can't say anything. Can't say anything. Near, how the hell do you say this guy? I always get it wrong on my own podcast. Eight six seven five three zero oh, nine. Right? That, that, that's yeah. it. No. Yeah. Okay. No. Near replica. Replica version one two two four seven four four eight seven one three nine. Yeah, coming April twenty third. Yeah, are you excited for this one? Yeah, especially coming off the the near uh, content in Final Fantasy, I want to jump right into near. You know what I mean? So, so that's such a nerd. He's such a nerd. I am. Jeez. I am. Oh, I love it very much. It. <laughs> <laughs> and the last piece of news is uh, the next Ubisoft Forward is happening June twelfth at twelve p.m. PT, and it will be part of E three. So yep. very yeah. excited about E three coming back. The mess of what it was last year. I wasn't impressed. I wasn't happy. So mm. I'm happy that uh, E3 is back. Xbox a part of it. You be a part of more it. More Sam Fisher. Every- more Sam Fisher, please. More Sam Fisher in games other than Splinter Cell. I'll, I'll give anything, please. <laughs> they're going to do Splinter Cell Mobile. That's what <sighs> they're no, going to do. No, it's going to be Sam, Sam Fisher in the Rabbids game. <laughs> Sam Fisher Rabbids. Oh, my God. So funny. All right. Yeah. There you go. All right. Well, with that, 
Ignacio, take us away for the lightning round. So, we have some interesting things here for the lightning round this week. First up, we have the official Metal Gear Twitter account. Seems to be up to something, teasing something. So, right here I have it pulled up. So, what we have here is that apparently there's this Twitter account called for someone called Tom Olsen, who seems to be a fictional character, at the Tom Olsen. And this Twitter account has been tweeting out certain, like, uh, captures from what appears to be Metal Gear Solid 2. So, they've been tweeting out as if they are a part of the world. And so, the tweeting question here has a picture of, like, a computer room from what appears to be inside of Big Chill from Metal Gear Solid 2. And the caption says here, Kim out to the computer lab to say hi, but there's no one here. They must have been... They, they must be at a scrum meeting or something. Maybe next time. And so, for this tweet in specific, the Metal Gear official account retweeted it and said with it, Tom, we talked about this. Please check your codec each morning for meeting updates and evac in evacuations in case of PMC incursions. And if we have visitors, and we have visitors coming next week. So finish cleaning the vents and make sure the flags are all hung properly, but do not touch the C4 this time. Interesting, interesting, interesting. The Game of Thrones Twitter account also tweeted winter is coming, so that might be related. <laughs> but that might be related. I can't thought this goes over. Uh, <laughs> Weird. But yeah, this seems to go pretty well with the rumors of uh, Konami making a Medicare, uh, I don't know, the trilogy or a collection for the newer consoles. They are up to something here, it seems like. There seems to be something here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But it has been fun. Yeah. Do you guys I don't know. want to I, I would absolutely love a new collection of all all the metal gear games and stuff like that but i think this plus what we mentioned in the indie world showcase where there was this other game being made by konami and it's been a while yeah. since konami has been making games because uh, oh. like we said they they you know they mainly focus on pachinko machines now so uh strange there's some rumblings from yeah. konami Interesting. Next up we have here, so if you guys didn't see it this week, a uh, new story came out from Bloomberg that said that several key players were looking at maybe acquiring Square Enix. I so, hmm? I was one of them. Joe <laughs> yeah. was one of them. Yeah. Apparently they wouldn't accept his $20 bid, unfortunately. A $20 bid. Mr. Uh, Jackson here says that you can... <laughs> There you go. Uh, so the update that we have here for the story is that apparently Square Enix says that it is not for sale after acquisition rumors. Yeah. Quote, we do not consider selling, selling of the company or any part of the business, nor mm. have we received any offer from any third party. Yeah, that's the same thing they told me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's great. <laughs> I was, I was, actually, so I was afraid. So 
I was afraid if if anyone's gonna buy Square Enix, I would want it to be Sony because mm. of the relationship they have with Sony. Um, but I don't want them to be bought because I'm afraid yeah. that somebody else might. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, I, stay where you are. You're huge already. Leave leave them be. Leave Square Enix be. You know what I mean? To that's, the that's root, like, what happens with this stuff usually? And Crash Crash, my co-host on my Xbox and me reminds me very often, which is. Sometimes they put these rumors out there so you can find out what people evaluate them at. Yeah. Just so they know what they're worth in terms of they did want to sell. So they're able to be like, they're able to come out and say this, but also in the back, the back end be like, so who wants us? Who wants us? Just so they can see what they mm. could be worth to a Microsoft, Sony, yeah. EA, whoever yeah. it is that decides to try and come in. Interesting. So, yeah, it's an interesting one. I don't believe them when they say they're not up for sale just because... If you look at their track record when it comes to games now, Avengers didn't do well. We not we understand that. Avengers should have been the biggest game on earth. Clear, easy. Should have been. Yeah, um, yeah. And then you look at what they did with Outriders and you're like, oh, okay, we're going to put that in Game Pass so we can make our money back on that because we're scared this is not going to do as well. They didn't realize what they had on their hands in terms of the word of math would have brought that game to more people, but they were scared people just weren't going to give it a chance. Hence why it ends up in Game Pass, right? You get that mm. fact check from Microsoft, covers the cost of what you paid for the game, probably sim- something like that, yeah. and uh, you go from there. So I don't know, man. A part of me, I agree with you, though. I, we spoke about this on my Xbox and me, and I said, I don't want Xbox to get them. I don't want Microsoft yeah. to buy them. I don't mm-hmm. want it to... I don't like the fact of like this whole monopolizing the games industry. I don't think it's healthy. But the only thing I will say is I don't want Sony to get them either, because Sony are in my head right now in a weird place where they won't do what's best for gamers, they will do best what's best for them. And that means you won't see the games on any other platforms. You won't see... Um, Final Fantasy, to me, is something that I've just got into. I've, not, I've never been a big Final Fantasy guy. I'm dyslexic, so reading is a huge struggle to me. So never could play 7 or 8 or 9 or 10 like mm-hmm. to get that information that I wanted. To plan the remake, I'm still sat here like, where is it on Xbox? Like, they could no, have made that a six-month exclusive, right? Why did it have to be well over a year? So I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm with you, really, Gina, where I'm like, just stay where you are. Nobody buy you. Just keep doing your thing, please. Yeah. Like, maybe don't yeah. keep doing these timed exclusive deals. Just, just keep doing your thing and put it everywhere. Yeah, I'm with you guys where my first thought when I, whenever the story said, oh, God, please, no. I, uh, of course, we're, we're coming off Microsoft buying Bethesda. And so and there are rumors going around that Microsoft isn't done with it. They have been eyeing apparently more Japanese studios, and we got the news that they're getting Kojima. They've so really like, needed. They've really needed Japanese support, so it would make sense that they're looking. But yeah, yeah, I don't want them to buy this. Yeah. So by yeah, my first instinct was, oh god, please no. And then also as a, I'm mainly a PlayStation player. Uh, so yeah, I've seen Microsoft doing all these moves. It it, it did worry me that Microsoft was also gonna buy up Square Enix. So mm-hmm. I just so hope that they I, stay put. And can I ask you guys this? Why why are you guys no? Like I know from a point of view of I own everything. I'm in a privileged position where I own everything, right? Because I just love video games. Is it a position for you guys? Is because you don't play on Xbox and you don't want them to be exclusive, or is it a case of you don't want a monopoly? Like, or is it your so hardcore PlayStation? Again, a lot of best friends like me, obviously most of them are, be- are PlayStation fans. 
most of them. Yeah. And slowly but surely, there's this this narrative of like, oh, Xbox are becoming like too powerful. Like, where where is it you guys sit with that? For me, it is uh, a bit of both. I I'm a, a mainly a PlayStation player. I historically throughout my life I played PlayStation, and so for me. It is that, and also it is. I am maybe a bit worried that there are a lot of acquisitions going around. I actually wrote in for Friday's kind of funny games daily talking about it. How it just seems like there are a lot of acquisitions going around, and how I fear that we'll get to the point where if Microsoft, because they of course have a lot of money, and I feel like they are realizing that they have a lot of money that they can throw money into the their lack of games problem and so i fear that microsoft will do that and then sony will have to retaliate and of course try to pick up other studios and yeah it is a bit of a fear for me that uh, we'll get to the point where the space is getting smaller smaller the people who own everything so is that because you won't buy an xbox though that's my thing like a lot of people mm. have this narrative or have this this way of thinking of like, oh, I'm not buying an Xbox. I refuse to buy an Xbox. This is like, I'm not buying this. How dare they? Where like, I see the same thing happen with Sony. Insomnia gets bought. I'm the biggest Sunset Overdrive fan in the world. I think mm-hmm. it's one of the best Xbox games. I don't go, no, I go, yay, thank God. Because now we're going to get to see Insomnia make even more great games yeah. and have that whole burden taken away. So it's a weird one. I feel like you got to try and take, I'm not saying you have it, and just by the way, but you have to try and take your bias out of it and think about mm-hmm. it from the company's point of view, I feel mm-hmm. like, which is like, can they keep making high quality games if they go to Sony, Xbox, Nintendo, EA, whoever else? If the answer is yes, you've got to want to support that, really, is exactly. the way I try and think of it. The, the, way, the way I see it, uh, Fixer, is that uh, I specifically... I don't follow the consoles as much as I follow the games. Yes. Uh, so yeah, wherever same. the game that I want to play is at is where I'm going to play it. Um, yeah. So, you know, obviously I think we can sort of agree uh, PlayStation probably has better exclusives as of now. Uh, right or now, right yes. now at the moment. Yeah. Um, and obviously PlayStation has Final Fantasy 14 online, so... That's uh, my bias as well. Instant win. Instant win. I should have known. My bias. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But uh, so you have, uh, for example, like I have a you know, Monster Hunter Rise just came out. That's on Switch. I'm Switch. playing that a lot on Switch. You know, there you go. So, uh, but with Xbox specifically, I'm waiting for, I'm a huge Fable fan. I'm waiting for that. I want to yeah, play you Fable on, on Xbox. Obviously, it's just going to be on Xbox or if it's going to be on Game Pass on PC. If it, it is, will. then I'll it play will. it on there. That's you where know? it will be. Yeah, it exactly. Be. Yeah. So uh, the thing about Xbox is, as much as I... The moves that Xbox is making is they're entirely consumer-friendly. That's that's the thing that they're... In, in, in the public's eye, they're in everyone's good graces. And yeah. Sony, I, I've said this before, Sony feels like, or I don't know if they feel like it, but it seems like they don't need to respond to any of this because they're still, I just said a few minutes ago, they're the fastest selling console so far right now. So I don't think they're in that spot where they're like, yeah, Xbox is doing all this, but we don't have to do anything because people are still going to buy our consoles. People are still going to, people are going to buy the last of us remake. Uh, We're doing, we're doing that for us, but we know that people are going to buy it still. 
you yeah. know so yeah. they're doing all these things and a lot of people are like uh you know uh uh speak with what is it speak with your pocket with your, with your wallet yeah speak with your wallet so um a lot of people like to speak on it but don't speak with their wallet either so sony yeah, yeah. knows what's gonna get the money sony knows what's even if they're not seen in good graces they're making the money that they want to make you know yeah. you're you yeah have to think of it from a business standpoint so yeah. but on a personal level i i just i follow the games so wherever oh, yeah. wherever is a game that i want to that i want to play i'll be on there um xbox playstation uh, pc switch whatever uh you know i want to do yeah. a little turbo tax i'm gonna go on pc you know what i mean so yeah so that's that's where i i stand on on that specific thing oh yeah, yeah. so we we talked about it a couple of weeks ago when the news of MLB coming out on Xbox. How, when will Sony retaliate? When will Sony, because it, right now it feels like Sony is a bit of a, like they know that they are successful. They, so they do not, they do know that uh, they don't have to do anything to, to kind of stay on top because they are so far on top. Yeah. And we, we talked about how they're keeping, they keep getting L after L and, when will Sony act? But yeah, now we got the news that that PlayStation Five is the highest or the fastest selling console. So <laughs> who knows if that will happen anytime soon or even at all? But, but that literally comes down to manufacturing. We all know that, right? Like both of these consoles are sold out everywhere. Yeah. yeah. All that comes down to is the console that can manufacture the most at one moment in time. Really, it's been a weird one for me because, like, covering Xbox, I've been like, huh. I've never, I have not been around when Xboxes are sold out. I remember buying my Xbox One and nobody wanted them. Yeah. Like, you couldn't, yeah. I couldn't give away these things with a, with a Kinect connected to it. So uh, it's, it's been a really interesting uh, journey with the Xbox One and what they've done entirely. Same with Switch. Like, yeah. buying Switches at one point were crazy as well. But yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And things are too It's kind of weird to think about because I, I, I think, yeah, as, as we mentioned, that PlayStation doesn't really need to respond all that much in the same way it's interesting because i think they're starting to become more of a niche console like if if this Agreed. is the direction that they are still gonna go, go in they will be the one of like hey if you want the big like movie blockbuster stuff that's where you'll need to to go and i think a lot of people will still buy in but if you just want like a a, a solid like general gaming console xbox all the way like you 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 have to go with that so i i think i'm kind of with gino that if if there's a game that i want to play i will follow it to wherever i need to go um oh, but yeah. it is also scary to see things being consolidated because we've seen um we've we've seen stuff like that happen before and studios get shut down and yeah. projects that that we wanted just ev evaporating um yeah so it's it's a scary thought um but it, it's still it's still one that's developing and we don't know exactly where it will shake out yeah 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 and fixer to your earlier question as to why i don't know was it like why i do not play an xbox i to me it is more of a thing of convenience where I play games on PS4, PS5, PS5 and I play on Switch, and I, to me, I have no problem switching in between them. But the reason as to why Xbox is like, uh, like I do not want to play there is because I, I do not feel like I have enough incentive to go and play 
consistently on there. And so when a game comes out that is exclusive to Xbox or PC, to me, it's, it is more of an inconvenience. And not in the same way as with my Switch, since my Switch, I use it regularly. Going in between PS5 and Switch, it isn't a problem for me because it, it isn't like a, like a rare occasion. It is something normal. Whereas since I do not have much of an incentive to play on an Xbox, it is more of an inconvenience when that has to happen. Yeah, I guess that's Xbox's mission right now, right? Is to convince you that it's not the inconvenience because no. mm-hmm. they've got Gears and they've got Perfect Dark and they've got Fable. They've got State of Decay 3. They've got Forza. They've got all of these games. Bethesda, when all those games come out, eventually they're going to, eventually in our lifetime, they will be exclusive, even if the first Skyrim isn't. Like, I, I guess that's the hurdle they have with someone such as yourself, right? Which is like, I'm very similar to you, but I'm the opposite way, where... Anytime I turn on my PlayStation, I'm like, oh, okay, here we go. I don't like this menu system. I don't mm-hmm. like this, but I still know that I'm just, I'm just such a huge nerd for games where like, I can't miss out on an yeah. experience. Yeah, me too. Me too. I can't allow, I can't allow myself to not play uh, Demon Souls, even though I know I hate the game. I, I know for a yeah. fact, not, not my style of game in any way, shape or form. Right. But yeah. I still put myself through it and put 20 hours into it just because I want to be able to say, I played it, and maybe it's because partly it's my job as well. I like to be able to touch stone on everything and have a opinion. I hate people that have opinions on things and they haven't even played the game. <laughs> like it jars the hell out of me. It's like maybe try the game first and then have an opinion. But like, well, no, that's, uh, why should I? Like I saw the trailer. The trailer looked crap. I'm like, all right, cool. All right, well, you can just not say anything then. You know, you don't need to be on be on Twitter at me like you're a f- expert and do do do. I'm like, oh, shut up. Jaws, yeah, just fake fan. But yeah, fake I, no, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I'm a huge fake fan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's uh, up next, Ignacio? That was a good discussion. Okay, next up, what we have here is that IO Interactive has announced that they are opening up IO Barcelona. So it, it is nice to see them. Congrats on that. Yeah, it is nice to see them grow. Yeah. yeah especially after... They were owned by Square James Enix. Bond. Yeah, they were on by Square. They were. Yeah. So it's nice to see them after that split, seeing them grow. Cool. Next up here, we have an interesting one. So Epic has raised an additional $1 billion from Sony and other companies to create what they are calling the Metaverse. What? Yeah. To action figures, playing with action figures, and, yeah. and just the like cross pollination between all of their games. It's a brilliant move. Uh, they are they are making some interesting things. Yeah, I'm excited yeah, so. to see Epic's future. Yeah, they're yeah. they're going hard. Next mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. What we have here is that Sega might be remastering Sonic Colors. Sonic Colors. Did any of you ever play Sonic Colors? Heck is Sonic Colors? I'm not... No. So Sonic Colors is a Sonic game that came out on the Wii. So I actually did play it many, many years ago. And I, I think it might have been the first Sonic game that I played on a yeah. console. And I, I remember enjoying it a lot. So if they do remaster it, though... Uh, I do wonder how they'll deal with the the fact that it wasn't a Wii, so it was motion controls oh. and pointer. Sonic is blue. 
That's it. Sonic he only has one color. That's that's the, 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 the game. It's just like, what color is Sonic? And you have to yeah. write in blue, yeah. and that's the game. There Million dollar idea. Hire me, well, Sega. I like that. Yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving on. Nintendo has hinted at shortages of the Nintendo Switch in the near future at the same time that they announced a brand new color. We have here dark blue, although maybe it is indigo, but it, there is a new color for the Nintendo Switch Lite. It's not the indigo, question is, dude. The question is it's, out it's there. It's that like GameCube purple-ish, almost. It's not, it's not though. What are you it's looking almost, at? Almost, 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 almost. Almost, oh, almost is Lord. doing the like the the main work there. It's almost. <laughs> yeah. Has anybody almost. taken a picture of them next to each other? Mm-mm. Not that or we have them. Not. We I don't have them released, yeah, but like no the has. picture of it next to a GameCube, different colors. I'm sorry to tell you. Alright, just move on. Uh, That's a weird conversation. Nintendo says that it is blue, but the jury's still out. <laughs> the jury's still out on Nintendo said. The PS5 <laughs> is white. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, PlayStation. Eggshell. Eggshell, yeah. yeah. Uh, next up. Sucker Punch is hiring for a multiplayer game. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So, Sucker Punch, of course, they last did uh, Castle of Tsushima. Um, of course, they did the last the Ghost of Tsushima multiplayer mode. So, yeah. apparently, they might be sticking to multiplayer for the next game. I mean, they made the best raid in a game compared to all the other games that do this type of thing so makes sense right mm-hmm. and i think that's something that sony lacking i've said that for a while that yeah sony if i want to play multiplayer games i do not go to sony no yeah. there's no multiplayer games on sony first party titles apart from ghost of Tsushima now um yeah. that i go to maybe you could make an argument for gran turismo as well mm. um but that's about it like it's just not i know people liked the last of us multiplayer i understand that but I, when I think of multiplayer games, I do not think Sony. So I think that's definitely something they want to figure out. Battle passes, making more money in these games that cost multi-million pounds. So it makes perfect sense to me. Yeah, it is wild how Sony has been becoming more narrow and narrow as to what types of games they put out. Because back in the day, you say that they do not have multiplayer games right now, but back in the day, they had SOCOM, which that was a huge multiplayer game. And... For the PS2, there was the, that huge pool to, for the LAN adapter, and they had the huge push for multiplayer with that. And they also had Killzone, and that had a multiplayer mode. I think Resistance might have had a multiplayer mode. And I've, I don't know, I they had Starhawk, right? which was a multiplayer game. There's a difference between having a mode and actually like being considered like a multiplayer game, right? Well, I would like, say that SOCOM and Killzone... Where no, yeah, I I agree with you on those two. Yeah. And they, they they also had Starhawk and Warhawk, which were multiplayer games. They had uh, other multiplayer games from here and there, but yeah, they've been ha- they've been becoming more narrow and narrow as to what games they put out, which are single player third person action games, which yeah. works for them. But yeah, they have been lacking on on that front. Speaking of multiplayer games. Call of Duty Warzone players are turning into zombies. Ooh, so are you feeling wow, the real picture? life players yeah. are, are, are well? dying and turning into zombies? Wow. <laughs> yeah. I told you. That's happening. So, Fixer, you said that you play Warzone. Have you yeah. run into some 
Zombie yeah. players because I know that they're like zombies are different. <laughs> yeah, I don't like it. If I want to play zombies, I'll play zombies. If I want to play Warzone, I want to play Warzone. Yeah. I don't uh, want the I, two. I'm fine. I'm fine with it being in a mode mm-hmm. like they did beforehand. Mm-hmm. I was fine with that. But don't force me into this situation that I don't want to be in. Yeah. So from what I know is that at least with the when you were with a squad, when you died, you'd get turned into a zombie. I think that, yeah. that, that's at least cool that. I know Warzone has, of course, the Gulag, which gives you a, an, another chance at life. Gulag. I think that having a, a thing where it, even if you die, you can still play. I think it's pretty cool. But yeah, maybe make it a mode, not, not necessarily a It was a mode. They, they had, had it, this right? as a mode. Yeah. They had it as a mode. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, they just decided once upon a day, they, they woke up one morning and was like, yo, we're adding zombies now. And yeah. you ain't got a choice. It's like, <laughs> all right. I like- literally, I'm, at that, I'm at that point with COD where I'm ready to stop playing and just play Apex. <laughs> Really, like they're just too many cheaters and not enough, not enough fixes. Everyone knows the meta. Every mm-hmm. person on damn TikToks making videos about the meta. I'm like, stop! Mm-hmm. I need to be the best at the game. Stop telling them one of the best guns. <laughs> God. They were like, uh, yeah. "Hey man, that zombie mode we added was pretty fun, huh?" Let's just, yeah, just put it yeah. back in. Who cares? Let's just do it. <laughs> Let's put it back in. Yeah. To go. me, it feels like they are trying to do what Fortnite is doing. I'm. Like kind of like evolving, having the game be an evolving thing, and of course we yeah. here with the next news story we have Call of Duty Warzone devs tease an apocalyptic event next week, and so for twenty one twenty one the end is near. They tweeted, so it, it feels like they are trying to pull out Fortnite and have. Say it. Of course, if you play Fortnite, you'll you'll know that they the game is constantly evolving and changing. So they yeah. incredible, like they are yeah. trying to do that. Mm-hmm. Which I, I that is a problem. I, I think that Call of Duty needs to figure out and tackle as as their solo games go back and forth from modern day to World War Two and stuff like that. Like how how are they going to deal with that in Warzone? Maybe they don't need to, but I I, I think yeah to stay to stay competitive. I mean, well, I. I I, I was about to say to stay competitive with Fortnite, but like this is up there as one of the most played. But it like or, it 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 needs something to stay interesting and stay fresh. Um, would, so I like that, that they're trying stuff, but yeah. I don't know if this is it. That would be cool. How you mentioned that though, Kyle. How, how the games are uh, the as the games come out, they're doing from they're jumping from modern to World War Two. What if Warzone stays persistent? But updates itself to go along with those games, like I for think example, what's gonna happen? That that would be yeah. cool. Yeah, well, they did that with the new Black Ops, right? Which yeah. is like all the Black Ops guns are in Warzone. Uh-huh. You can use all them. You can level them up. If you're playing zombies, you can level up guns. It all worked across the board. I think Warzone was meant to be a year thing. That's it. They didn't mm-hmm. plan on it being as big as it was and having as many players. It's it's the go. I know Fortnite's still humongous, obviously, but. Yeah. Call of Duty among like our age group is the go-to multiplayer game at the moment. Yeah. And and that's dope. Like obviously, I think both could exist. They clearly yeah. are. They're both making a shed ton of money. Um, which is dope for them. But yeah, just I don't know. It's a it's an interesting one. Yeah, there are for sure, sure different kinds of products where I know I have a friend that likes Warzone and I have another friend that likes Fortnite, and so I've been jumping back and forth between them. And I for Fortnite I am competent, I can win and for worse and I'm just so bad. And so yeah, for sure. There are different products and they can coexist together. Cool. 
And let's see. Bioshock 4 might be an open world game according to a recent shop list. Interesting. Do we have any Bioshock fun here? Hell I was too afraid yeah. to play the first one. I was too afraid. You played it, uh, yeah, I, I, I have played them. Yeah, those games are scary. I, I, I don't like the scary <laughs> aspects of, of them. I hate scary games. You guys know yeah. me. But those are damn good games. It, like, it really is the story that drew me in on the, that, that one. Uh, I, I've been wanting a new Bioshock for a long, long time because I, I, I like those types of games too, just like the immersive sim uh and i i i don't yeah i'm i'm interested to see what they do next because bioshock has a very very specific formula of like oh there's this new society up in the sky or under the water and so like it, it's it's going to be interesting to see what they do with it next yeah cool it's been a while since infinite mm -hmm. it, it has yeah we're coming out to eight years now yeah, so it wow. is due. A new one is due. Yeah. Wow, yeah. There you go. Yeah, and Here that's all we have Indeed. for letting you run this week. All right. Well, we are coming to a close of our podcast here, uh, but we like to end the show each and every week by talking about what we are excited about for this next week. Uh, so, Fixer, I, I will start with you. What are you excited to jump into or play or watch or do this next week? Sleep. I have had some busy, busy weeks the last couple. Mm -hmm. I'm looking for, I'm taking Monday off, I think. I nice. haven't decided yet, but I think I'm going to take Monday off and I'm just going to sleep. Other than that, um, I'm playing, I'm building. So at the moment, I've got like four YouTube channels, which is crazy. Mm -hmm. um, we've got the My Xbox and Me channel. We've now just launched My PlayStation and Me as well, which the first episode will be out as you're listening to this. Um, again, People only only think I know Xbox because I've been doing it for so long. And uh, people are like, we want to hear your PlayStation opinion. So we've started that. We'll see where that goes. Cool. Um, we're also building out more MC Fixer, which is a strictly gameplay focused uh, YouTube channel. Um, YouTube algorithm super weird at the moment. Ah, so yeah. uh, they don't really like long form content at the moment. They're really into short form content. So we're trying to hit all that. And then I've got my main channel, which is uh, MC Fixer which is uh, like reaction content and things like that. So, uh, yeah, man, it's, been, it's a busy one, but I think I'm going to take Monday off and just sleep. But, uh, yeah, it's been a pleasure. So thank you so much for having me, guys. Yeah. I do appreciate it. Yeah, sure. Thank you for coming. Sure. Nice to have you here, Fix. Yeah, it's been a, a Oh, good not you. Sorry, Gino. I didn't mean you. I didn't mean you. I, well, sorry. I, I think it's nice the to other have two. you. The <laughs> other two. I was, wasn't talking to you. My bad. <laughs> yeah, team Greg. Team Greg. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Gino, what are you excited yes. for this next week? So uh, actually, these next three weeks are pretty exciting for for a lot of reasons. We got uh, Near Replicant this week, then we have Returnal the week after, and then we have Resident Evil Village the week after. So nice. uh, yeah. my wallet is not excited, but I am. I sure am. And to continue playing Final Fantasy, of course, I'm, it's it's a it's a great it's a it's a great time to be playing video games, my friends. Great time, definitely. Special. So so that's all I'm excited. I'm excited for the next three weeks. After that, I don't know what to tell you. Pokemon Snap? What about Pokemon, Pokemon Snap? Snap? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. When is Pokemon? Oh, yeah. It's, uh, Same the day as Returnal. Well, right? Yeah, there you go. That too. Oh, my God. 
for it. <laughs> so much good stuff. Yeah. His face is just like, I don't have this much money. I'm in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Ignacio, what are you excited for this next week? You know, Kyle, I know how you love it when I say this, so uh, I cannot think of anything. Oh, my God. Wow. I, oh, it's it's, true. it's just Fixer, another wow. Sometimes these young whippersnappers need need some discipline, right? They're sitting here like, yeah, uh, life sucks. I'm not excited about anything. It's We're on a podcast. Play along. Why do you think why do you think I've gone through like seven podcast hosts on my Xbox and me? When they start acting like Ignatius, yeah, you got you know, uh, you got me out of it. You know, you got to get him out of it. No, I'm joking. Yeah, that'll be the day when Kyle <laughs> kicks me out. <laughs> <laughs> so, is there anything? Anything? Life is normal. Life is good. What? I cannot switch to TV. Are you excited for it to be summer or winter or whatever the hell season it is where you are? You're not going to play near. You're not going to play near Ignacio? No. Why not? It's not my kind of game. No, so you should probably go get an Xbox and just miss all the play all those exclusives you missed. Yeah, actually, you go. what? Go play Sunset. You have an Xbox. You should go play those exclusives. I you haven't missed. used it in way too long. I mean, get those updates in. There you go. Go play some Gears. No, I tried Gears one. Not not my thing. I also excited. tried Halo one and I didn't like it. I kind of hate it. Okay, okay, Ignacio, let's get All right, get off him. Kyle, please. I'm excited for the day that Ignacio is no longer a curmudgeon. Uh, but no, I, I think I, I'm actually going to start trying to get back into The Sopranos. I, I started watching oh. that at the start of the year, and I kind of fell off because I was binging it and was just like, you know what? I'm kind of tired of The Sopranos. So I'm going to start back up. Uh, season five is where I left off, so I'm going to hopefully jump into that this next week uh and keep playing some outriders too so that is what i'm excited about uh mc fixer thank you so much for joining us this week on the show it was a blast uh to to have you on one last time where can they find you on the internet everywhere at mc fixer you can find me everywhere twitch youtube Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, OnlyFans. I'm there. Don't worry. I'm there. There you go. TikTok. You go. Exactly. TikTok. Don't forget to TikTok. Yeah. Don't forget TikTok. I like them. I yeah. see them. I see them. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. <laughs> not, not more than I appreciate Greg, but I appreciate you. Okay. That's fair. That's okay. That I get. I, I, I accept that. I like that. Gino, I appreciate Greg more you? than I appreciate myself, too. Um... <laughs> you can find me over on Twitter at Gino underscore Viteri and uh, if the little thing pops up, I hope you fixed it, Kyle. I did fix it. I left a, okay. a note in the thing that I, I did okay. fix it. Except All I do right. have to mention at the start of the podcast, I had Ignacio's thing on both of yours, on his and yours. And I fixed <laughs> it and I did, 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 did it again. So it's it's okay. up there. It's fixed. Okay. It's, it's so. good. So to reiterate, on Twitter, at Gino underscore Viteri, and on Twitch, I am Gino V-I-I, or I say Gino7. So there you go. Find me on there. Still waiting for Gino7 remake. Yes. Right? One day. One day. One day. One day soon. Ignacio, where can they find you? Well, they can find me on Twitter at IgnacioRojasB, that's I-G-N-A-C-I-O-R-O-J-A-S-B. 
go. Uh, you guys can find me at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter. If you guys want to stay up to date with all of our shows here at The Whatnots, we are at The Whatnots on Twitter. Uh, so go like, share, subscribe. You guys know the deal with that. We are closing in on 150 subscribers on YouTube. Uh, so if you guys want to go over there and help us out nice. get us to 150, that would be wonderful. Man, um, who would have thought that talking shit about Greg would have felt past quite a lot? Huh? I mean, hey, those those like fake rap beefs and stuff, they, they went yeah. a long ways back in the day, you know? You know? Trust. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah, there Gino, you do you have anything left in the tank? Pixar, do you want to get anything off your chest? Greg? <laughs> no. Oh, no. No. I mean, I mean, off my chest to Greg. Uh, Greg, hello. My name's MC Fixer. You know who I am. Maybe, maybe we should work together one day. Cool. You go. Fair you enough. Go. Sorry. Fair enough. I'm not quite. I'm not quite well, as good as Gino at this, you know. <laughs> I, I still have a lot left in the tank, and uh, Greg has yet to see it, so it's coming for him. Don't Ooh. you worry. Yeah. Oof. Don't you worry. Don't please don't go. clip this out, Kyle, and send it. <laughs> I, like, no, to, please don't. It, please no. don't. <laughs> please not that. No, not Kyle. this one. We've we've already Kyle, done that. We've been there. Uh, I'm not no, ready. I, I, I'm gonna clip out what Fixer just said and tag it as as Fixer just wanted wants to collaborate with Craig. And they just leave Gino's thing in the end. Like, don't, don't even advertise it. Just leave it in the end. No, oh, don't, no. even, don't even put me. Look. Greg knows. All right? Greg knows. Just fine. Greg knows. <laughs> there you go. All right. Awesome. That wraps us up for this week. Thank you all for checking this one out. This has been number 67 of Crossplay. We will see you all next week. Bye. Two Bye. more weeks till 69. Hey.